And we are back. Seven one. We in there. Seventy one. Seventy one. Damn. There's nobody cool before seventy one. Guaranteed. Yeah, I promise you that. <laughs> but I mean, that's not even like a cool number. It's like seven, and then like another seven, but you didn't finish it yet. So you're just like, fuck, I'm just gonna leave that, leave that there. It's like high school, and everybody was picking out their jerseys, and you came like a day late. <laughs> <laughs> he's, got, he's got the last one. <laughs> like, all right, man, you can be 67 or 71. Like, oh, fuck. Here goes 71 in this fish. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get 67. All right, this isn't a, a child large. Okay. <laughs> I guess I got 71. Yeah, I'll be anyone like picks that. I guess this is your birth year. Anything cool happened in 1971? I don't know. Probably not. Nothing cool at all happened in 1971. Not for the most part. Now that you compare it to anything in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> for the most part. For the most part, no. It was a pretty uneventful year, huh? Yeah, yeah it was pretty, pretty much uh, blank. Yeah, yeah. Happy Martin Luther King Day. Oh, yeah. We, we observing his birthday today. For sure. Uh, you know, recording this day late. Uh, we were supposed to record it yesterday, but Randy felt like hot shit, and we couldn't record. So we had to push it today. Sorry, guys. That was my fault. Martin Luther King Jr. Day is the, like, most disrespected holiday that we have. Off top. I didn't get it off at work. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, people was working today. Like, hella people were working. Like, no. only people who weren't working are people with government jobs. That's the most disrespectful thing. It's like, how is it a, a, a reserved, like, you know, uh, uh, what is it called, man? Observed holiday. Yeah. A nationally observed, nationally holiday. observed holiday. Yeah, but it's not, like, niggas still got to work. Well, Arizona doesn't recognize it. Oh, we in Las Vegas, Nevada. No, I'm just saying, the, it, it's nationally observed except for Arizona. Oh, like, yeah. nah, fuck that. They don't do the little uh, daylight saving times either. Nah, they're they, trying to they, separate. And they put, like, the prisoners in pink. Yeah. And they just ask Hispanic people if they got papers. Arizona's is fucking wild. Yeah, it's wild. Like, can we agree on the air, that Arizona's wild as fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I was looking at all the other holidays, man. Like, every other holiday is, like, a way to capitalize and, like, put more money into the community. Martin Luther King Day? Nope. No, nobody buy anything. Nobody <laughs> buy food. Nobody gets together. Nobody buy presents. Nobody. You just, you just go to work. There's no like Martin Luther King cookout. Nope. Nope. Why is there no Martin Luther King barbecues? Can't put money back in the community. Nothing. That's Dude, bullshit. It's, it's the wackest day. I think we should like create something where every, you know, I, I, we do the parades and all that shit, but it's not like money coming back in. Yeah. Every other holiday, dude, somebody's capitalizing on it. At least that. July 4th, they fucking, they cook and set up fireworks. Barbecue, fireworks, Christmas presents, Thanksgiving food and all that other stuff. Uh, every holiday except Martin Luther King. That's crazy. Dude. Well, you're not getting presents Martin Luther King Day. That's less than a month after Christmas. What you mean? Motherfuckers still trying to catch up on their credit cards. Who's going to get Martin Luther King Day presents? Steal. After they, they get that Some. second mortgage to get the damn kids with the <laughs> iPad. <laughs> Support gumbo. Let's do something. Do something to get it back, man. I mean, most life. shit. I mean, look at Black History Month. Look, we yeah. don't talk about that shit. It's not a big deal. Yeah. You know, even within our own community. You yeah, know, it's, it's like crazy. Hispanic Heritage Month, Heritage Month isn't giving much publicity, but it's a big deal, like within the Hispanic community. Yeah. They have events and shit going on. And the fucking thing is, like, it's crazy, man. I be seeing people, whatever, on like, um, like, you know, all right, it don't, it don't matter to me, but it's like, Single de Mayo or whatever, people go out and go buy crazy amounts of tacos and, and all this other shit. It's like, what the fuck? What, what you have, barbed chicken plates? I don't know. I don't know, man. It should be something. I don't know, man. No, we got, we, we, well, we, gotta, we can we be the change. Something. Yeah, we got to do something. Yeah, we got we to make a Martin Luther King cookout or some shit. Something, yeah. We got a year. We should be able to figure this out. Yeah. Not a parade. Like some, some nah, not, not a parade. We got to do shit. parade shit. Yeah, dope shit. You ever, you ever was in the Martin Luther King parade here in Las Vegas? I think maybe like the first year I crossed or some shit like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. You? Wait, say what you're going to say. Yeah, I'm just saying, man. It's just kind of like, if you if you never been in it, you really ain't missing anything. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> just walking down the street. I mean, it's whatever. Getting down. He's walking downtown. Yeah. But like, not even like downtown proper. It's like downtown adjacent. 
He's like, he's like still the shitty part of downtown. <laughs> My boy's walking on Gas Street. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Floating I can't, robbed. I can't get Fremont, bro. I can't. We can't. We can't walk down Fremont. Shit. Yeah, yeah it definitely is be a bigger deal. But uh, I was seeing some posts, and you. So you always get these posts around Martin Luther King Day. Uh, it should be Malcolm X Day, not Martin Luther King Day. Mm-hmm. I wonder where do you fall on the Martin Luther King versus Malcolm X debate? Uh, I think you should get both. Like why not? Uh, like why doesn't Malcolm X have a, a specific day? Because he was a um, a disruptor. Everybody else does. I guess Martin King was a disruptor too. He did you know march on Selma, Alabama. I think, man, we can create shit, man. I think we just got to get enough people behind it and just just do it. I don't think we ever have a Malcolm X day because he was a Muslim. What is? What do you mean? We've never uh, in a, in the United States of America. What do you mean though? Like I, I don't observe think it, it would never be observed like oh, yeah, Malcolm probably, X Day. Yeah, probably not. But they taking away all the other holidays. I heard, man. I was reading something. October tenth should be Malcolm X Day. <laughs> I was um, I was reading something where they're actually trying to change and go to like six day work weeks. Why? Like, like officially? Like all fucking studies show that after four, uh, productivity falls off a goddamn cliff. Yeah. Why? Do, why would they want to go to six? Crazy. Any explanation for it? Nope. They just like we six more days. Hours, more people, more revenue, more everything. Just why do we need two days off? That's pretty much what the article is saying. Oh my god, Jesus Christ! Oh, That's like same thing as like you get that thirty minute lunch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Wow. Oh, man. that's capitalism for you, though, bro. That's capitalism for you. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of the reasons why people kind of shit on Malcolm uh, Martin Luther King is because. He was always viewed as soft. Yeah, yeah, as the sympathizer, right? Like, oh, this everybody's, you know, let's just let's just get along. You know, hey, you know, we want inclusion, all this other shit. Yeah. You know, Malcolm X was, you know, they punch you, you punch him back by any means necessary. Yeah, I think you need both, though. I think you need both sides. I I definitely think you need the pen and you need the, the hammer, right? Yeah. Like, you you do need both. Um, I think Malcolm X was too far one way. And but he kind of came around to Martin Luther King's side. A lot of people don't fucking realize this. Kind of right before he got assassinated, you know, it was kind of like he was he went over to 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 Mecca and Jerusalem. Um, yeah, um, what was it? Jerusalem? Was it? I don't Jerusalem. think it was Jerusalem. Someplace, someplace in the Middle East. Huh. <laughs> was it Jerusalem? I'm on top of my uh, African American history here. I gotta but read um, the Denzel. You, you gotta read it. You can read oh, the autobiography. You just yeah, watch. I'm watch just watching the fucking movie again. But yeah, he went there and he realized like, you know, there's Muslims of all, you know, shapes, sizes, colors and all this other shit. And he kind of re- he realized that it's not just like a black people versus everything thing. You know, we can all we can get along. There can be, you know, um, we're able to to connect you know, with other races and shit. And, you know, the rumor is the nation of Islam killed him just because he was he was starting to spread that. I mean, do I believe that? I don't know. Maybe, you know, maybe not. But no, I don't think we would ever have a man of Muslim faith that has a national, uh, nationally observed holiday here in the U.S. of A. Uh, because of 9-11. What does that even mean, though? Nationally observed? That means like, uh, it's, it's, supposed, it's observed by the federal government, pretty much. Yeah, who cares? We can just, we can create something and just get behind it. You know, what, like Juneteenth? Nah, that's whack. I mean, it, oh, why is it whack, Amara? I mean, it's not whack, but it's not yeah, like, mm-hmm. it's not widespread. It's not it, like... Yeah, it's not nationally observed. No, it's, <laughs> no, it's not even that. It's just, it doesn't have a face. It doesn't have a face where other people can be like, oh, okay, I know what that is. Juneteenth, like you said, it, it's like, oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, like, it sounds not, weird, too. Yeah, yeah, it's, I mean, you know what it is, you know, slaves and all that shit, but it's not, you know, it's not, it doesn't have a face. Yeah. A brand. Yeah. You know, but. I mean, you're the Cinco de Mayo. That's different, though. Well, what's different about it? Because the that's a different culture that's like imported beliefs in that holiday into our culture. 
So it's a lot of people behind it. It doesn't matter if it's a face or what. It's still, you know, one particular group. And I still think that's, I don't know, man. I think it's a little different. Why is it different? I always thought it was weird, man. All these other holidays, man, that aren't like national, that aren't American holidays, but we go crazy when we like uh, St. Patrick's Day. Like, motherfucker, if you pinch me when I, because I'm not wearing green, we fight off top. That's because it's white people. I know. White, white, Irish people are white. Yeah. So white people are like, oh, yeah, it's my people. They white. I'm sure I got Irish down the line somehow. And we got to celebrate. We got to celebrate. Nah, hell, Drinking green beer, putting on green. Yeah, nah, yeah, yeah. Never did that White shit. people ain't coming out for uh, Malcolm X Day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got no Kente cloth? No. Oh, got to pinch you. Yeah. <laughs> that shit never flies, bro. crazy, man. Yeah, I mean, it's they just, it. <laughs> I mean, it's just our society. You know, it's, it's just one of those things, man, where, like you said, if you want to make a change, you kind of have to grab it and, and run with it. You know, I, I don't even know if you get the support within the black community, honestly. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, unless you promise that you have the day off for Malcolm X Day and you promise it's always going to be on a Friday or a Monday, I don't know if you can get black people behind it. I'm just yeah. stating facts. You got to have something. You got to have enough people to say, oh, man, you should have been there. Yeah. If you get that, then it's like, damn, I really want to go now. Damn, I go to the next Malcolm X yeah. Day. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to go. <laughs> Nobody eats any pork <laughs> for one day. You eat pork? Yeah, I eat pork. Like outside of pepperoni and bacon? Yeah, it is. I mean, it's pork, Amari. Like, if someone, outside of that, that don't count. Out, uh, pepperoni and bacon don't count. No. Do I ever order like a ham sandwich? Very rarely. No, you if eat ever. ribs, right? I yeah, I eat ribs, but not a lot. I'm trying to cut down on that shit, too. Yeah. But I mean, quite honestly, this isn't on some like religious shit or some I'm woke shit, but I don't, don't really necessarily like the taste of pork. Yeah. Like, it has to be cooked, you know, exquisitely well for me to be like, this is some good ass, you know, ham hock or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, I only eat pepperoni and bacon, but I once had some, uh, I think it was like some tacos or some shit that I didn't know what, that, you know, it was pork. I thought it was just right. I didn't know they made pork tacos. Yeah, them carnitas? I didn't know that shit. This it was a barbacoa. Years ago, years ago, years ago. I thought it was just like chicken and beef and that was it. Anyway, I bit that shit. That meat is like, this is the first time I ever had like pork. Mm-hmm. That shit is like crazy, like watery. Pork? Yeah, it's like, well, whatever I had. It was like crazy, watery. It just felt like not like it was undercooked. Uh, it was horrible. I was like, how the fuck do you? And I, I eat this Everybody shit. around me was like, just. Yeah. <laughs> this is disgusting. <laughs> I mean, it's not, it's not like great meat, honestly. Yeah, like, I really, nice. you know, I haven't had like wild boar. Maybe that's different. Yeah. You know, I'm still on my um, go hunting shit. Yeah. Still, still going to get there. But like just like other than bacon and pepperoni, I mean, you know, like salami and shit. Yeah. You know, it's it's not fantastic. I don't like the taste of it. Like ham is cool. I can't eat a lot of it, and it starts like I don't know. It's like I get a weird feeling in my stomach. Jake, or uh, pork is like a one hit wonder. Like they killed it with bacon, and then everything else is just riding away. Like all oh, this shit is nasty. This shit, they still got bacon though. <laughs> I sure I'm getting rid of all pork. You want you no more bacon? Yeah. Fuck yeah, <laughs> keep it, keep it, <laughs> keep the motherfucking pigs there. <laughs> Oh, man. Speaking of pigs, our president's facing an impeachment trial. True. Yeah. Man, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, I don't think it'll ever happen, man. He has too many friends in high places. He knows too much. He's been a billionaire the majority of his life, so I'm sure he has all type of letters and videos and information. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. All the- Hold on. Let me get this straight. You think somebody going to write a letter and get him off? Of impeachment, like somebody gonna send him a, like a like a recommendation letter to sit to the Senate and be like, no, please don't impeach him. He's a man of great moral character. No, no, no. What I'm saying, I think he's so connected. Where if some if he goes down, he's gonna bring other people with him. Oh, like, like a people snitch. that he's gonna yeah, the people he's gonna bring down are gonna be the people who are there. So they're not gonna like pass it on to to get him impeach. Impeach. I, mean, mm-hmm. I don't think there's any way that that happens. I hope so. That'd be dope. 
But I don't think so, man. I think he's too he's too connected, man. When you've been a billionaire your entire life and connected politically but not a politician, he's been the lobbyist. He's been around those circles where they've done some fucked up shit, cheating on their wives, did crazy shit, and he's been around all that. She probably knows all the secrets. So I'm sure it's like it's hard for Republicans to like just automatically get him out of there because they know he's he's volatile. He's at, at any moment he could probably just go off and just expose some crazy shit. And nobody wants that. No, that's not. If we had the political system that we were intended to have, meaning when the founding fathers came over here and stole this land and you wrote on a piece of paper what the rules were for the land that they uh, recently pilfered, he'd be impeached. No doubt about it. Yeah. But what our system has turned into, I said it, man, it's just like fucking gang members. Right. Yeah. So it's never going to happen. I'm going to record and say it right now. If it does happen, like you, I'd be pleasantly surprised. But I, I don't think it's going to happen not because of the reasons you think, where you know he has dirt on people. Everybody has dirt on people. And I'm sure Weinstein has dirt on people. He's still getting you know plugged. I don't think it's going to happen just because of our political system. It's a party line vote. When he when he was voted to get uh, impeached in the House, it was all it was pretty much strictly party line. And I you know I wrote a Facebook status like this is ridiculous. Like we're just voting based on what color we adhere to. Like it's crazy. I don't think you're going to get in the enough Republicans to vote against their party line to impeach him. I just don't think it's going to happen. And it's stupid because I think everyone can agree. Yeah, this motherfucker should probably get out of there. Like Everybody can agree that, you know, even if this Ukraine thing wasn't as bad as it actually is, just off GP. You know, you got the grab him by the pussy thing. You got the general fact that he's just an asshole. You got him lying uh, to to Congress about the the information he had on the dude he murdered in Iran. Um, Tax shit. The, oh god, <laughs> the, the, the tariffs. Like it's just like can we? Our experiment is over. All right, you know, we let the crazy people vote in a crazy person, and this is why we don't let crazy people vote. It's just, but <laughs> after all of that. Though he's gonna serve his four terms, and he has a legitimate shot at getting reelected. So much so, I wouldn't be surprised if he did get reelected. That's how terrible this this the state of this uh, country is. I'll tell you the cheat code afterwards, but yeah, man, I agree with you. What you mean? Tell me cheat code now. No, no, it's, it's gonna follow. Can you um, get that game shark? <laughs> but um, damn, what was I gonna say? I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> um, damn, what was I gonna say? But anyway, cheat code. <laughs> so that, um. The only people I could see that could actually take him out, man, if it was Bernie Sanders and his running mate was, guess. Barack Obama? No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Kamala Harris. Oh, yeah, this, wow. That's a cheat code. How's that a cheat code? Yeah, everybody. But nobody really fucks with uh, Kamala Harris. Who? A lot of people don't. Who who, who you going to vote for? She's not in it anymore, Amari. No, I'm saying if she was vice president, if she was on the bill with Bernie Sanders. Who are, well, look. I'm gonna be that's, honest. That's, that's a cheat code. Of all the of all the the nominees who are available, I would vote for any of them over Donald Trump. I'm not gonna lie. It's not because I'm a Trump hater. It's because I just don't agree with the man as being president of the United States. That sounds like a hater. It's not a hater. I mean, he's bad at his job. What's wrong with being a hater? A lot. Like just disagreeing with someone. But here's the thing: disagreeing with someone doesn't make you a hater. Yeah, that, that, that's in the, today's society. But it's craziness. Like if I don't like a song, well, I'm a hater. I'm not a hater. The song's not good. Like you gotta I, say, you gotta say <laughs> it's not for me. It's not. For me. <laughs> Not my taste. Like, nah, it sucks. Like, I try to say things in as few words as possible. And not for me is too many words. It sucks. That's perfect. Period. Like, I, I can disagree with someone or not like something. You know, it's just it's a, it's a, it's a weird thing. That's why we, that's why we are where we are now. You know, you can't disagree with, with, with people or anything because you're a terrible person. 
But I, I don't think Kamala Harris moves the needle at all. If anything, Bernie Sanders would have a better shot with, say, Elizabeth Warren. Hell no. <laughs> Why not? Hell no. Or Elizabeth Warren had a good the, shot with Bernie Sanders. Same, you know, equal nah, opportunity. Nah, nah, you got to do it the other way. Um, what you mean? Why you got to do it the other way? Uh, I would rather see Bernie Sanders get a term and then Elizabeth Warren serve after that than Bernie Sanders be a vice president. Because the vice president, don't give me looks. <laughs> you don't get no game time. No scouting. Time. No game time. Yeah, first has got no game tape. <laughs> the only time you get in the game is if the other nigga dies. <laughs> That's the only time you get gameplay. You cannot adjust his death chart. Yeah. You, <laughs> you must be playing behind Brian. Yeah. I'm never getting this damn game. <laughs> this motherfucker. Uh, uh, Obama was performing in the Staples Center. Then they got Joe Biden down here at the YMCA. <laughs> oh, President Obama. Yes, sir. Where's Joe Biden? I don't know. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Hell no, man. I think, man, I think that'd be, I was thinking about it, man. That would be the dopest setup, man. If you had Bernie Sanders running, his uh, vice president is Kamala Harris, and they had some situation where it was like, Kamala Harris, you young. I'm old as shit. I'm going to serve one term, maybe. Oh, he's going to run for the second term. He's going to run, but yeah. he's, he'll be, I think he's 84 now. So we're yeah. talking about he's going to be 90. I'm serving. <laughs> you a 92 year old president? Like, nah. No, bro. he might be He might be 70. I think he's 78. He's 78. My bad. 78. Oh, right. So he's still, he'll be mid 80s yeah. when it's done. That's a long ass time. Mm-hmm. Give him one term. And then he tell Kamala Harris, like, all right, in eight years, this is all yours. I don't know if she can make This is all yours. But she wasn't very compelling, man. And I, I mean, I followed it, you know. Um, it. I wanted to like her. I wanted to get on the bandwagon, but it just wasn't very compelling. Like I didn't like. She didn't say much of anything. True. The craziest thing to me, man, is why is I think he he might be, but why isn't Joe Biden just a shoe? Like, why do we even have all this shit? Like, Joe Biden should be the one. No, Joe like, Biden should no not be reason. the one. He served with Obama. He was vice president eight years. He has the most experience. This motherfucker is damn near. You know, he's gonna have Obama back in the White House. Like you, like it should be a damn near shoe in. Like I don't even know why we having all these fucking debates and all this other shit. He should win. He should be heads and shoulders over everybody else. The only reason why Joe Biden's in the conversation is because he's Obama's vice president. He getting that Obama bump. Other yeah, than that, vice president he, in general. No, I mean, if he was vice president for I don't know George Bush, he wouldn't get any looks. Tell me who's a more qualified person to serve as president? Anybody else or somebody who was vice president for eight years? It depends. It depends what you're trying to do. But the reason why I'm not a big Joe Biden fan is for the same reason why you like, oh, he's the most qualified. All that experience. Follow me here. If you've been in politics and like at the pinnacle of politics, you know, you're in you know, Congress and eventually go to vice president, yeah. stuff like that for decades. Mm-hmm. Decades, Amari. Okay. We're talking 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. Okay. There's no way. Joe Biden would have been a politician this long if he didn't shit on minority groups at some point. If he didn't flip flop, if he didn't change his 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 stand on things, can you trust a guy like that? Fuck no. I don't want a career politician in the White House. I don't want that. That's why I liked Obama. Obama was a senator. It was like, all right, I'm running for this thing. Like, you sure? Yup. He got it right, and he wasn't the superhero savior that black people thought. But I think he he's the best president I ever saw. You know, he did a damn good job. We're still seeing the good things that he did today. No scandals. None of that. All that shit. Yeah, and he did such a good job. Trump is taking credit for the things that Obama put in place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> While simultaneously shitting on him. I just don't trust Joe Biden. 
Like, Joe Biden had that whole busting comment thing. It's like, bro, you can't be in politics that long and be clean and fight the good fight, the quote-unquote good fight. No way. So I don't know what I'm getting if he gets in the White House. He may just be telling me what he what I, he thinks I want to hear because he's good at doing that because he's been a politician forever. I can't trust what he's going to do. Whichever way the wind blows, that's where Joe Biden's going to go. Hey, what's the most popular thing? Okay, cool. Let me do that. If Joe Biden thought that supporting Trump would help him become president of the United States, he would 100% support Trump. So you want a blue Trump? No, I don't want a blue Trump. I want someone Somebody I can, someone been. that I don't think has been corrupted by politics. Like I, I want someone who wants to get in there and, and legitimately try to make America a better place. Do I think Joe Biden is going to do that? No, I just don't. You want somebody unexperienced? I want someone experienced. I mean, okay, there's nothing. There's absolutely nothing that you can do to prepare you to be the president of the United States. Nothing. Serve, serve as nope. vice president for eight years. He, like you said, he's the YMCA. He don't know Obama. He might not have been invited to shit. <laughs> so, oh, y'all had a briefing? <laughs> hey, Joe, get out. Get out, Joe. Hey, hey where's everybody going? <laughs> People just walking by putting their head down. Oh, Joe don't know. Like, no, man. He's probably late to the situation room. He got that text like, hey, we about to kill old, about to kill Bin Laden. <laughs> he was like, oh, man, he fucking halfway across the city. I don't know, man. I'd rather go with somebody who at least has the, the seal of approval of a president that I, we all love rather than somebody else we just just taking a gamble with. What, I mean, the president's going to endorse whoever's the nominee anyway. Not always. You yeah, know, always, to, always. It's going to happen. He, uh, Obama's going to stump for him and all this other stuff. He's stumped for Hillary Clinton. So he's, whoever, the, whoever gets the nomination, that's, he, how about this? He ain't come out and support Joe Biden yet. But he picked Joe Biden when he was president. Yeah, that was, uh, that was what, 12 years ago? Said he changed? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Bobby got some new facts. Like, uh, I don't know about this. It's all fake anyway, man. I was watching the whole trial shit or whatever, and like these had, they had these motherfuckers walk up and like pray and, and swear on God that they're going to be like, you know, unbiased and all this other shit. Yeah. You know, just like you were saying earlier, man, you know what's going to happen, man. Yeah. Nobody's going to vote and get Trump out of here. It's stupid. But it's like they're... Praying on fucking God mm-hmm. that, you know, we're going to look at, we're going to see all this thing through. We're going to see all the evidence. We're going to do all this other shit. Like, no, they're not. They're yeah, not. one they hand up, decide. other hand behind the back with fingers crossed. Yeah, exactly. Like, Toes and everything. <laughs> <laughs> this is stupid. Like, I can't, I can't take it seriously, man. I, I said it before. I'll say it again. I now understand why people don't vote. Like, I get it. Before, I was, I couldn't, it would, it would blow my mind. Like, what are you talking? I get it now. Like, you, you look at it, it's like, it's all, it's all a finesse. All of it. Finessism. Like, right. it's crazy. You know, if if there were more Democrats in the Senate, Trump already been out of the, already been out of the fucking yeah, the White House yeah. already. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. Like just because you have the right members of the right group, you can change the course of history. Like it's nuts. You pretty much bring your people in. Like he pretty much sweeped and, and just cleared out the whole fucking White House. Mm-hmm. That shit is wild to me. Yeah, brought in his old folks in. Like bunch I, of incompetence. Yeah, like <laughs> that shit is that shit is crazy, dude. I mean, that, that, that's simple. our system. Yeah, you know, in. Wild. It's kind. Of, it's like a given. It's a given to take because this. He's exposing a lot of shit and getting a lot of you know people into politics that weren't before just because he's done so much fucked up shit. So I guess that's a plus. That's, that's not a plus because not how's that a positive if the result was him being in politics. He's not forever. What I'm saying is he's not people, for everyone. He's brought in enough. He's done a whole bunch of fucked up shit where he's bringing a lot of people or he's shedding light on politics where a lot of people weren't didn't give a fuck about politics. Now they're into politics. So hopefully now people will get into you know get together and do the the local government shit and really make you know the votes that make a change immediately. But we said the same thing about Obama too. It's like oh he's bringing out people that normally you know weren't in politics and you know still the same. Yeah, I think that's a fucking crazy job anyway, man. To be president, like how to like what do you really do? A lot. Like you do a lot, but what do you really <laughs> control with people? 
With people? Like the individual people. You like can veto somebody, bills. Like people though. Like you can't, like a president can't just come to the hood or come to your area and be like, all right, I'm going to clean this whole street up. He probably can, but that's not, he can't do that for every. Every street? No. You know, you can't, at a president, you are at a macro level. You can't really reach into the community. You can start programs and get the ball rolling. By the time that reaches, you know, someone like you or me, yeah, you're gone. 15 years later, all right, they cleaned up Chicago. Yeah. You know, you know. Hopefully, the next person doesn't come in and mess everything up. Sweep it, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's terrible. I, honestly, as crazy as it sounds, I don't think eight years is enough time if you're gonna have one person be the president of the United States. Because isn't, this isn't like uh, the the United States of America is not a sports car that can turn on a dime, right? It's a cruise ship. It takes a long time to get that damn thing turned around, and eight years is not enough time. We don't even know the effects of a president until you know one or two terms after his or her term. Yeah. Or his or her last term, you know, it's just one of those things, and we change them every. You change that. You have a president shorter for my time than you have a house. That's craziness. Yeah. You know, and but at the, the same time, you don't want kings and all that other stuff. So yeah, it's just crazy, man. And then it's like you know when the president's getting out of there, like the last year of the term, like how do you really allow them just to still have the same amount of power that they did when you know you got to deal with them for the next three or four years? Yeah, you give them the same power. They got they six months ago. Sorry. They still get to do all the same shit. <laughs> Because of all these benefits. <laughs> yeah, you ever put in your two weeks at work? I call Thomas probably roll in the office like 10. Hey, what y'all gonna do? Impeach me? Yeah. <laughs> We're in there with sweats, some J's on, reading briefings. What you gonna do? <laughs> now, if I was the president of the United States, I don't know if I'd wear a suit every day. Like, no, I don't think so. There's no way. There's no way I'm in the overall. Like, I'm gonna be on TV today? No, nah, alright, I'm put these basketball shorts on. Yeah, hell yeah. Like, I'm working from home today. Yeah. <laughs> don't bother me. I'm not leaving the... Uh, yeah. what's, what, what is it? The house they have? I forgot what they call it. The quarters or whatever it is. I'm, I'm not leaving the Lincoln bedroom, man. Y'all bring all this stuff to me. Yeah. Like, if I'm president of the United States, you can't tell me where I can and can't work. Like, nah, man. I got nothing to deal with. I at least do it where I want to do it. You know? Yeah, man. I, I wouldn't even want... Like, I, I used to always think, like, man, I want to grow up and be president and all that other type of shit, man. But it, freedom is very important to me now. Like, just imagine being a celebrity. Like, you can't go to, like, regular stores and all this other shit. Games. Or, just imagine if you're the fucking president. You can't, like, really go to the bathroom by yourself. No, I'd rather be president than a celebrity up top. I mean, I think president is celebrity, but. Yeah, but I'd rather, like, well, I'd rather be president of the United States as why. opposed to, like, entertainer. Tell me why. I mean, president of the United States, you have opportunity to do something. You know, yes, you do something as a celebrity, but you don't have the far-reaching impact. And when it comes to, like, being a, an entertainer, it's very fleeting. Right? You know. Brad Pitt had a very long career. But after he dies, how many people are going to oh, remember the, the impact Brad Pitt had on anything? No. Right? Martin Scorsese, fantastic director. But no one's going to talk about the impact he had on anything. Right? It's just going to be like, oh, yeah, he made some good movies. And then as years go, people are going to forget about it. But if you're the president of the United States, first of all, that's only 45 of them. Right? You want to, you in that small class, right? It's less than 50. Less than 50 people in the history of the world have been the president of the United States. Like, yeah, I want to be in that club. I'm never, and I got a chance to be on some money. You know, you don't get Denzel Washington five dollar bills as much as we want that to happen. <laughs> yeah, if you're talking about legacy, yeah, of course. So what's I'm talking about? And I get five hundred thousand dollars for the rest of my life for doing absolutely nothing. And I got Secret Service following me around because I was a president for eight years. It's like doing a bid for for the homie, and when you get out, the homie's like, oh, "I'm gonna take care of you." That's if, exactly what the president of the United States is like. If you if you have been president of the United States for eight years and you still worried about that four hundred thousand dollars that they give you every year, you did something wrong. No, I'm not saying worry, but I was like, "It's nice." Like, oh yeah, four hundred thousand. Fuck that, dude. Four hundred thousand dollars for doing. Okay, you wake up and somebody sends you a, a check for four hundred thousand dollars. Like, cool. 
You ain't gonna say cool. Oh, that's I'm not, cool. I'm not a president. <laughs> I'm talking about if I'm a president of the United States and they give me four hundred thousand dollars, you can't pay me four hundred thousand dollars to go give some damn. <laughs> no, you can't. That's the, that's the beauty of it. You get four hundred thousand dollars and then you charge two million dollars to go talk for forty five minutes. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I don't care about that four hundred thousand dollars. I like that. I'm getting that to my baby mom. Hey. <laughs> Here, buy some something nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, look at the Bentley or <laughs> No, I take that four hundred thousand. So you got kids. Well, but if you're the president, your kids probably grown. Man, whatever. It's a retirement fund. It's fun money. But all right, I'm gonna spend this money. Just I'm gonna save everything else and spend this. Like it'd be fantastic. Nah, four hundred. Hey, I agree with you. The four hundred thousand is nice, but once you're president, dude, you get all this man. You you should be a billionaire after you're president. Like, you got all the connections, all the man, you can get swindles. There. You man, you should. Like Bernie Sanders, he was he didn't become a millionaire until he had that fucking book deal. Mm-hmm. He wasn't even the president. <laughs> you talking about the president? Even the president. You talk, how much of memoirs you think gonna cost? Uh, Trumps. Oh, that's gonna be. Oh, it's gonna be absurd. Oh, this, but I mean, oh. and also look, like look at George Bush. He didn't. He's pretty much retired, mm-hmm. making millions of dollars a year doing shit like painting. I, mean, I just like to paint. I mean, he's okay at it. Not very good. He seems like he's stress free. I do that. I tell you, man, it's like doing a bid. Nah, give you me almost. Eight, you do an eight year bid, and then your life is set. I nah, do that in a heartbeat. Give me almost, man. Al Gore almost made it. In there. He created the internet. No, nah, I don't want. I don't want almost, bro. I want to be the president in POTUS. I'm gonna get that tattooed on me. I'm gonna that. be the first post president with a neck tattoo. I don't want to be that fucking. That's like going to the military. That's the whole thing. Why I didn't. I don't want to like be in that type of structure. Like he doesn't have like. Like, Trump can do whatever he wants or whatever. Yeah, he can. But we can't really do what he wants. Like, this motherfucker was a billionaire before he was the president. A billionaire. Mm -hmm. He can go anywhere he wants to go. He can buy anything he wants. He can do, say, buy, have, go, try, everything. Now he's the president. Now he's in a fucking box. Well, now, you have the blind trust. People are doing things for you. You trust them. I'm as blind as one of those. Yeah, it's blind, but I can see the hell's going on type thing. Nah. No. Nah. nah, man. Look, everywhere you go, everywhere you go, mm-hmm. there's somebody looking at you, or they know who you are. Yeah. And they got to clear this or go here. Yeah, Secret Service. Though. What if you just want to just just have you see a nice, you know, go get a drink here and there, or you see like, you can nah. you can do that. You got Secret Service hiding in the shadows, ready to protect you. Now, I, you can talk shit to anybody, but you know who I am. Like you don't want to do this. They know bro. who you are. <laughs> you got fucking velour suits all around you with a fucking earplug. Like they know who you are. Like, <laughs> like nah, man. Just let me be all. Just why? Just, you, why your secret service wear velour suits? I don't know, man. Hey, vocal on. You know, you try to blend in. You wear that that fucking uh, that no, suit. Trying to blend in. You're not wearing a velour jumpsuit, bro. <laughs> It's like 2005. What the fuck, man? Oh man, now nah, hell no, nah, man. I'm cool. Like it, it would be dope, but the more I look at it, it's like there's so many other doper jobs that have to be president. Like legacy wise, I understand. There's no of course, doper jobs president of the United States. Yeah, yeah, there is. What? There's plenty. Name plenty. Fuck! I just own a business. The number one, a trillion dollar business. Jeff Bezos. Oh, trillion dollar business. Oh, okay. You can own the greatest country in the world. You own the country? Yeah, pretty much. It's like a lease. <laughs> I want to own. It's a lease. unlimited miles. All right, all right. Let's go. Let's go. Who would you rather be, Trump or Jeff Bezos? No, I don't want to be Trump. Give me, give me Obama or Jeff Bezos. Obama. Right, but you can have Obama. Right, Obama. Obama or Jeff Bezos. Obama. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Bezos off top. I don't want to be Jeff Bezos. He just gave up a Billy, a couple Billies. You, you know how much he's worth? Yeah, but also Jeff Bezos got to work a lot. See, this is this is what you also missing. Hell I don't know. No, yeah, yes, he does. I don't think Jeff Bezos enjoys his life as much as Barack enjoys his life. Well, no, you're looking at post post president. That's what I'm talking about. See, you playing a short game, bro. Mm-mm. You got to play the long game. I'm playing long. This motherfucker. Did you see? Did you read the letter? I'm sure we read the letter. Yeah, we read the letter. <laughs> Jeff Bezos gets it in. <laughs> <laughs> 
everything he wants to do. And this nigga got uh, got a trillion dollar business, dude. No, no, I mean, he got run that bitch. He got to wake up and like, oh, I got these problems I got to deal with. He got like privacy scandals. All Obama don't got to do any of that. Obama go get an email. Hey, you want to come talk? Uh, five million for me to get in the door. All right, done, cool. And he got to come up with a speech, and that's it. Like he can do, he can work at his leisure. Like he, no one's asking Obama about, hey, what happened to your data breach? Yeah, you know, there's no data breaches right now. Jeff Bezos, Jeff Bezos could be like, you know what? Fuck this Amazon shit. I, mm-hmm. I, I quit. Yeah, he could. I still got 150 billion. Billy, yep. What's to stop him from being Obama at that point? Yeah, he, he ain't running shit. He ain't got shit to do. He also ain't cool as Obama too. And well, when, we, 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 <laughs> also, when you're the president of the United States, I mean, you got certain clout. Obama probably ain't bought a drink in 10 years. You think Jeff Bezos cares about getting free drinks? Man, Jeff Bezos passing out drinks. You think he cares? <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, I gotta buy his bottle. How much the bottle? This is mean doesn't have uh, prices on it. I just wanted to know how much his bottle of Alizé with it is. <laughs> all right, all right. It alcohol. How much is wine? <laughs> <laughs> no, no lie. I think I'd be a cheap billionaire. Off top. Like, I'd be a cheap billionaire. But how much? Mm. All right, let me get the lower class model. Top, get, off top, like I, I can't think any amount of money that I could have where if I saw a hundred dollar bill just floating in the wind in front of me, I wouldn't reach down and pick it up. I pick it up always. Yeah. So money, I don't think it. Money is a weird thing, man. What you mean? It's just like you can never have too much. You it's can never have on, enough. Yeah, it's funny, but it's like numbers on the board, right? It's all made up at some point. Yeah. I mean, no, it, that's what it is. It's no, I'm cash. I'm boosy. Sure no, I mean, it's still numbers on the board. It's money. It's like it's like money is like the same thing as in a video game, right? You make it and then you can spend it. I, no, I have a checking account. You know, I got investing accounts. I just see the numbers. All right, all right. I'm just gonna buy something. Okay, who my numbers went down, but it's not like a like a tangible thing. You well, know? I think once you get a certain amount, you can you can do more with it. Like if I was a billionaire, I wouldn't really care. Like you said, I wouldn't care about the numbers of my account, but I would be able to. Like change other people's lives. I would take, you know, not even be on that, you know, philanthropy and all that shit. But I would just people around me. I would just make them happy as much as I can, and that circle would just get bigger and bigger and bigger. I think that's dope. Yeah. Like when you get to that level where you can just everybody around you is in a good situation just because you're you. That's when it's like money's great. That's like, that's that. like Bron. I mean, Bron set up Maverick and yeah, exactly. Yeah, something like that. everybody else's names I can't remember right now. Yeah. Um, beyond people. Yeah, man. I don't know. Money's a weird thing. But yeah, I'm definitely choosing uh, Jeff over Obama. You fucking tripping, bro. You're not doing it for the culture. What you mean? He's not doing it for the culture, man. <laughs> you telling me if I if, uh, if I had $150 million. Why are you whispering? I don't know. <laughs> and, and I was me. Yeah. There is no culture. <laughs> what? We all, we all own. We all, we all own. Everybody own. You send out reparations? Everybody own. I got 150 billion. You get out reparations? I'm giving at least 50 to the people. At least. At least. Everywhere I go. Everybody making a rank. Making a rank. 50 to each person. Each black like, person. No, I'm saying if I had, if I, if I was Jeff Bezos and I had, no, I had 150 billion in the bank, at some point in my life, I would get 50 billion dollars and I would give it away to whoever. Why? Why wouldn't I? I can't. I can't. I don't, I'm not giving that to my kids. They got enough. Well, I'm not giving it to. I'm not paying taxes. Obviously. I mean, it's the what? Jeff Bezos don't pay no damn taxes. Okay. Um. <laughs> there's no way Jeff Bezos doesn't pay any taxes. No way. Yeah, you gotta look it up, man. Okay. What you got? His, you got his uh, tax transcripts? No, nah, but it was a big report saying you know all these different billionaires. Yeah, the businesses all and all that. All this shit, so. Well, it, I mean, the way his money is it's set up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The way his checking account set up. <laughs> but no, I wouldn't just give money away because it's not going to do anything. It's the whole you know give a fish, teach him how to fish thing. 
I would use the money to maybe implement programs in inner cities, maybe help people own land, you know, and give them the ability to take care of themselves. Nah, as opposed to land, give it to them. No, nah, because they, they're not going to take care of it. What's the difference? What do you mean, what's the difference? You teach them how to get land? But here's the thing. If they understand the value of it and what it actually means, like, I think they'll, you know, take more care of it. Because right now, I, I don't necessarily think that our community really understands the value of, like, owning property on a grand scheme of things. You know, yeah, that's why you just own it and you give it to them. No, but they was like, oh, they, you don't fuck around, just turn around and sell it. And like, oh, I'm sell this person for you know, super cheap. I didn't pay for it. I don't care. It was like, oh, Jesus, justification coming back because you no. can take care of the shit. <laughs> you know? I don't know, man. I, whatever. I don't know, man. Do you ever talk to somebody who was you knew for a fact was going to be the victim of gentrification? What do you mean? So, <laughs> I happen to be in this area where um, I got people from a certain side of town. Mm-hmm. West side. Here in Las Vegas. And they were talking about the a Starbucks being built. Oh, it's over. On MLK and Lake Mead, like near MLK and Lake Mead. And I remember everyone was like, yeah, nobody want that shit. Nobody want a, a, a damn Starbucks to get coffee. We don't drink coffee. And I'm saying, that's not for you. Like, that's what I'm thinking in my head. Nah, it's not for you. They put in that Starbucks there. Like, they rebuilt the McDonald's that was there. It's no longer just run down McDonald's. It's like they got that modernized McDonald's. And... It was like if pretty soon the rent's gonna be raised and what's happening downtown is gonna spread to like the west side because the west side's pretty close to downtown. And they don't even understand what is happening. Bro, like and I was sitting there, I was like, damn. And I remember saying, like, well, you know, it sounds like gentrification is about to be a thing. And they all looked at me like, what'd that mean? I was like, oh shit. Yeah. You know, you what, what do you what do you do at that point? You, you tell them like what's yeah. going on? Like, tell, how? Tell, how? Tell them a book to read. Oh, yeah, okay, because I'm sure that group is going <laughs> to go down to a local library and open up some books. Starbucks in the hood is like a fucking beacon of hope for people who aren't like... In the hood? Yeah. Yeah, they like, see what, that. Where do we go? Oh, Starbucks. No, yes. Starbucks, the land must be cheap over there. <laughs> <laughs> Let a fucking Target go up on the west side, bro. It's over. We're going to have yoga studios and all kind of shit. But it's fucked up, man. I'm sitting there. These people don't really understand what's happening. Like, they're, they're, they hate it. They're anti it. They don't really know why other than it's different. It's not something that they're used to. But what they aren't realizing is like that land that they're renting is going to be pretty expensive and you know pretty valuable probably the next 15, 20 years, 10, 15, 20 years. And they, they, aren't, they aren't recognizing that. What they're seeing is things are changing. I don't like it. Like, yeah, they, they want you to be uncomfortable so you leave so they can come in and take your spot. Right. They don't want you to buy land. So you like, oh, my rent's getting too high. I'm out. You know, it, it's, I mean, it's kind of fucked up, man. But that's why I want to implement like the programs. Right, so they understand what it is, bro. If I had a school, I would teach kids what gentrification is. Like, let me show you gentrification and gerrymandering and all the shit, the things that people have done to screw over certain groups of the population or to advance, the, you know, their own population. And I'm, I'm not a fan of just, you know, shitting on every other culture just for the sake of our culture. But I'm a fan of informing the culture of like, yo, all you know, all this is fun, loud music, parties. Dancing, real cool, but at, at the end of the day, you got to make sure you you spend your money wisely, put your money in the right place. Now, I don't think enough of that goes around. Like, still to this day, most kids think the only way you can get out is rap or be an athlete. To this day, like you don't hear kids talking about owning properties. You don't hear kids talking about you know investments and anything and other shit. You know, you hear kids talking about buying drugs. <laughs> you know, like it. it that's why I think we need that because you can do much more if you educate the masses as opposed to giving them shit. Because then they hopefully they pass that on to other people or people other people go to it. Now you have a generational thing. It's not gonna be an overnight thing. You know, it may not be a thing that would happen in my lifetime, but at least you have the seeds and you know things will grow. 
Yeah, I agree. I, I just if I had all the, enough money, enough resources, man, I'm just buying it. Then I'll teach. So they secure. Oh, it's mine. Teaching. Yeah, I mean, not, not it's ours. It's <laughs> ours. It's ours. You can keep it in my house. Though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. And that's the crazy thing, man. I was thinking about uh, like time and you know being able to prepare and just thinking to the future, man. I'm thinking about basketball, man. Like we talked about, just go off the historical facts of whatever mm-hmm. that they have in fucking internet. James Nate Smith created the basketball, or whatever the sport, in like 1946. Yeah. Seventy years later, probably less than that. You know, 80s, 90s, 70s niggas was you know all over it or whatever. But 70 years later. That idea that that one person had is now in the minds of millions. Billion dollar industry. Billion dollar industry. Every millions of guys, millions of boys, girls. It doesn't matter who you are, what you look like, your demographics, where you. None of that. Your goal, the goal, the dream, the aspirations is to get to the NBA. And that shit was created seventy years ago. Yeah. And the impact that shit has had is seventy. Like we still got time to do some big shit. Well, yeah. Like it's plenty. It's plenty of things niggas can do, or not niggas, but people in general can do to like really make change. You know, what I would love to see. Impossible to happen, but I would love it if you could take Bron, Shaq, Kobe, Jordan, and like take them back to like 1941. Like, hey, this is what basketball has evolved to. Do you think that he could fathom the shit that these that those players could do? No. Like when he created it, like when they were trying to figure out how the hell do I get this into that thing. Yeah. <laughs> They put it high enough where it was like, all right, nobody's going to be able to dunk on that. Yeah, no, no one can jump that you gotta, high. You got to just shoot it up and high and all this other shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the game's probably like 7-3 to three or some shit. Yeah, yeah, then you got Bron coming in windmills and like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That shit was wild, man. It was something else that I was thinking about just starting in the, the fucking night. Oh, uh, Jeff Bezos, man, Amazon. That shit was like created in the 90s and now it's a trillion dollar company. Yeah. Like, this shit is crazy, man. But then they, you know, you stuck in a race and just getting a job and paying for bills and all this other shit where you can't like focus and just have your, you know, your creative juice flowing, man. Bullshit. You can. You can, but it's you not can. as easy. No, no, yeah, it, it is. Easy. But here's the thing. Things like this podcast, pop culture podcast, right? So in order for us to have conversations, we have to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. So we necessarily have to devote time to like movies, TV, mm-hmm. uh, you know, sports, things like that. If you just cut all that out, like if you didn't care about what, you know, Bron did last night or, or who's going to the Super Bowl or anything like that. And you just focus on getting better or developing something. You can do it. Like, it, I think it's we have hell today. You probably have more time than you did in the past because you have so many things that you can do. You know, the odd job thing, the gig economy. You can work when you want to work. You can work from home. You know, you can take online courses. I mean, the Internet has opened up a lot of doors. Anything you want to learn how to do, you can find a course and can teach you. I mean, I, I agree with you, but I, I still believe that it's more distractions now than there were years ago. Oh, 100%. It's good so and evil. Because outside of the... Back in the day, we only had, you know, go to work, go to school or whatever. That's eight hours a day, nine hours a day with, you know, traffic and all this other shit. But now we got social media. We got, you know, TV shows. We got all this other shit that's taking up your time where if you didn't have any of that shit, if you didn't have a job, you didn't have social media, you didn't have to watch the latest basketball game if you didn't have to all this other shit or whatever and you had just all that time to really dedicate to just do something dope I'm, we can do it then but now when you got half the day removed just from work and now you're tired now you got to take care of the kids now you got to eat now you got to go to sleep you got to go shower and just start the shit all over again yeah. it takes a lot of effort because I've been trying to do it for a while it takes a lot of effort to still dedicate and you know put in the hours to do your own shit. It's discipline. It's, it's a whole bunch of discipline. Yeah, that's what it is. It's right? so easy to just do something else. It's so it's everywhere you look, it's a distraction. 
Bro, C.T. Fletcher said the best. If the shit was easy, everybody be yoked. Right, he's not just talking about weightlifting, but that's that that applies to everything. True. Right, if she, if it was easy, everybody'd be a billionaire. You know, yeah. and our economy be all out of whack. <laughs> you got a, a country full of billionaires, <laughs> houses be like twenty five million dollars. But, but th- that's what it is. Like that's the game, right? Like that's why what these people do are is so impressive. It's because it, we know it's not easy, especially in today's market when when everyone has a voice, bro. Everybody has a voice. We got a voice. Everybody has a voice nowadays, right? You can hop on the internet and put a comment somewhere. Boom, voice out there. Someone's gonna see it, right? Someone's gonna gonna see that comment. Someone's gonna hear what you say. Someone's gonna see the video that you post. Right? Back in the day, you didn't have that. You know, you had a lot less competition. And with that comes the distractions. You know, with that makes things harder. But I still believe it all boils down to discipline. If you have the proper discipline, I think now you're more likely to be successful than you were in the 1990s because you didn't have the resources that you had in the 90s. You know, unless you, you would have to know where to look in order to get the resources that you needed, depending on whatever field that you're trying to break into. And sometimes a lot of people didn't know how to do that. You know, uh, I remember when I was a kid, I was like, man, I, you know, I wish I could like resell games or something. It was like mid nineties. I had no idea how to make that happen. Never even looked into it because I didn't know where to start. But today I can see, I can see, you know, I can, I can have a, I can build a presence on the internet. You know, I can get an internet store going. I can, you know, pub to on social media, things of that nature. I can get Google ads, so you know, direct people to the website. So the, 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 um, the entry point in the, in the barrier to entry is a lot lower than I think what it used to be. But I agree with you in this sense. Once you get into that entry point, it's, you got a hell of a mountain to climb in order to get to where you want to go, as opposed to, you know, the eighties or nineties, you know, the, the entry point or the barrier was higher. Once you got in, once you got over that hump, like the top went too far. Yeah. The likelihood of success was, was far greater than what it is now. Everybody can do anything now. Yeah, true. But to be successful at it, that shit is a whole different story. So I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, it's, it's, I don't know, man, it's weird. It's so many different things you can do, but it's like, you gotta be, you gotta be focused on one thing and then it brings up all the other distractions and all this other shit. Like, oh, this shit ain't working. And then if you would have waited another six months and just, you know, put your head down and kept going, you would have skyrocketed. But now instead of this, I'm going to pivot and do this other shit because it's easy too. Yeah. Well, I I think, and I think it's a problem people um, think of ease, right? I think we too often look at the means as opposed to the end, right? It's like, all right, I I like doing this. I'm going to do this. Oh, it's not working. Like you said, I'm going to pivot. Well, like, what's the end goal? You know, if you're if you have your eyes on the end goal, you wouldn't pivot nearly as much as people pivot now because you understand that pivoting means you have to restart everything. You know, you you, all the momentum that you just had in this one field now dead. And I think you should you should take a hard look before you pivot, because like you said, you don't know, like, you know, six months from from when you decided to quit, you know, things could start to pick it up and take it off. And once you hit that, it's like a meteoric thing. Yeah. It's, that's the crazy part about it, right? It's not. It's not even like a gradual thing. Like once you hit that tipping point, it's just straight up. It's like you hit the fucking the little the little bell thing at the carnival. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like it's nuts. You know, once you get to that line, you can swing that hammer. Yeah, you know, but over. getting there is a problem. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, man. Last couple of the uh, last week, weaker probably been like ten days, man. But I've been you know doing a couple of things online or whatever, just trying to. Do certain thing I ain't gonna you know expose yeah. too much yet because I don't want to give it all the way up until I'm I'm legit. But you gotta get that ebook. Yeah, you, you gotta pay for the information. Yeah, you gotta pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, man, I've been doing a couple of things, man, and it's like that whole making money while you sleep, that passive income shit. That shit is real. Yeah, it's once real. You, once you get that, once you figure it out, it's 
I'm not saying that I got it figured out, but I made you know a couple couple dollars. Or yeah. Whatever. Once you once you receive that shit, like wait a minute, this motherfucker bought that shit, and I ain't I ain't, I ain't do nothing. Do anything. I ain't do anything. I ain't know this dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he trust me to buy it. That shit. That shit is weird. Dude. That shit. There's no way. There's no reason for people to just be you know stuck doing one thing that they hate forever. Like it's so many different ways to make money out there, and it's like. Money is just out there. You just got to grab it. You just got to put yourself out there and put something out there for people to get it. Yeah, Once absolutely. you do, it's, it's people are just going to gravitate to it. Absolutely. You but, know, it's part of like believing yourself and, and all that. But also, you know, you get the pressures, right? Pressures from, from society. Oh, you got to get a job. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got to get a house. Oh, you got to get a family. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, yeah, man, that was like 1950, bro. Like, yeah. I don't need a house and a, and a wife and a family and eight kids and all this other. Like, I don't, you, you don't need that Ten today's kids. age. Well, whatever. You don't need, <laughs> you want a basketball team? <laughs> you don't need that in today's age, in today's society. You know, and I think we're we're still kind of caught on that. I think technology is outpacing our ability to to think, our ability to recognize what's truly important, what we actually need to buckle down on, versus what people are telling us that we need to do. Yeah, on top, man. I went to CES, man, and that shit. They had a whole bunch of crazy stuff, but they had a little uh, ping pong machine where you were playing against a robot. The robot was kicking your ass. Well, yeah, I didn't play it, but <laughs> that motherfucker was, that was ac- accurate. It was super accurate. There's like, no way you can beat a ping pong playing robot. Uh, if you hit it with that drop, you know, where you hit it high up or whatever, and they got to like gauge it and, you know, big drop coming down or whatever, it was, it had a problems doing that. But if it was just a regular volley or whatever, you just mm-hmm. hit it regularly back or whatever, oh, it was hitting right back perfectly. No oh, problem. they had that, they had that ping pong machine on easy. All they got to do is put it on medium and turn on artificial intelligence. Now you have no shot. Oh, yeah, I'll talk. They'll start predicting what you're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, that shit is wild, man. It's over. Once I saw that, I was like, man, we don't have a chance. No. Nah. But the thing with that is, the barrier to like the whole artificial intelligence thing that Elon Musk has seen where they robots take over the world is the ability to learn other things, other tasks. Because you can program a robot to be a ping pong player, but that same robot can't tie your shoe. Right? It's like, I don't know what to do with that. Right. But if that robot has the ability to learn other things, like it can see you tie your shoe and then figure out, okay, I know how to do this now, then we got a problem. Then you got terminators. I think we got a problem now, man. No, I don't think we got a problem yet. Yeah, I think we do. Because the thing is that one robot can replace 100,000 people. 100,000 ping pong players? No, just people in general. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can program it to do some some whatever shit. You don't yeah. got to pay for health insurance. You don't got to pay for this. You don't got to yeah. pay for that. You don't got to pay for this. The motherfucker ain't going to be tired. He ain't going to come in late. Yeah. Once that shit happened, like, it's over. Yeah, I mean, that, well, that, then you pivot. Like, you should recognize that you can't be an assembly line worker in 2020 going forward. But you you should that, realize that. But if you've been doing that for 25 years. Then you not been paying attention. That's why like, truck drivers are tripping. It's like, you knew this shit was coming. When Tesla that announced shit. that they were going to have electric cars, they were trying to do self-driving, you should immediately like, I need to figure out something else. Yeah, I mean, I agree, but it's hard to figure some other shit out. It's, no, it's not. Yeah, I think it is. No, especially a truck driver. If you, Bro, if all you, you need is that Bluetooth. With Audible, you just play some books and figure out something. You driving the most of the time anyway. You can oh, at least true. listen to some like books. Yeah, <laughs> true. If you like forward thinking and all this other shit, but if you just setting your ways or whatever, and you just I'm working to pay for my family bills and all this other shit or whatever. And the next thing you know, like, sorry, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> like that shit is crazy. Like I understand. Like looking back on it, or whatever. I'm not a truck driver, so I can see like this shit is getting crazy. But if I'm a truck driver and I'm Providing for my family, and this is the way I've been providing for my family the last thirty years of my life. Hope you own that truck. Twenty company. years, I guess that's the fuck. That's crazy. 
And just imagine that shit happening with different industries, different industries, different industries. Like shit that you don't even know. Like stuff that like they're predicting, you know, self-driving cars, all this other shit or whatever. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. But then what happens to like when they start doing the whole, you know, delivering packages with drones? Yeah. The UPS people are gone. Yeah. The, the USPS people are gone. Yeah. FedEx is gone. Yeah. All right, cool. What's next? A lot. Every, this is going to trickle down to everything eventually. Well, uh, this, what this all boils down to is we got too many damn people on this earth. So we got a lot of people who are in jobs that we don't necessarily need, and eventually they're going to be technologyed out. See, that's fucked up, man. Because it's like if you've been needed all this time, and now some shit just changes where a robot can come in and do your job. Now you just expend it like, oh, we don't need you anymore. Well, yeah, that's, that's how that's, that's how it that's works. Stuff. You can't. I know, bl- I know that's how it works. You can't blame like people for that. Who are you blame? You don't blame anybody. That's just that's the way the cookie crumbles. Yeah, like stuff. There's certain, there's certain things I can see, even in my profession, like in, in the law profession, like being an attorney, there's certain things I can see that things are starting being automated. Like all these uh, new law, you know, new people who just recently passed the bar and all they do is research all day. That job is not going to exist pretty soon because they, a robot can do it better in a fraction of a time. Like you said, doesn't get tired. Is going to miss some shit? Like you can see it coming on the horizon. Like if you just sit there and allow the wave to hit you as opposed to like, maybe I should go find another place to be. I can't, I can't really feel sorry for you. It's like, bro, you knew this was coming because it's never a slow thing. I mean, excuse me, it's never like a quick thing. It's never, it's not like all of a sudden truck drivers are gonna wake up one day and they're not gonna have jobs anymore. Like they're gonna know what's happening. You're gonna see, oh, uh, Tesla's um, testing, you know, driving trucks across the country. Like shit, I need probably need to figure out something else before this thing goes, you know, global. But no, you sit there and do the same thing, and then you start protesting and getting mad when robots are replaced. She's like, you had a fair warning. Like you sat there too long. That's your fault. That's like someone. That's like when they when they tell people, "Hey, a hurricane's coming. You might want to leave your house." Like, ah, fuck that. I'm staying here. And that hurricane destroy your house and you die. Hey, whose fault is that? The weatherman told you the hurricane was coming. I think it's a little different. How's that different? That's you different. knew the storm was coming, and you sat there. You knew the storm. They told you the storm was coming. You sat there. You got hit by the storm, and now you dead, and you like upset. Like well, well, I can't be upset, upset you did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I hear what you're saying, man, but I still think it's it's a little different, man, because it's I don't know, man. It's just just be, I'm, I always try to put myself in somebody else's shoes, man, to just see the thing from their perspective. That shit is crazy, dude. No, it's messed up that in that crazy. your world's upside down. And I'm not saying it's an easy thing to pivot, but what I'm saying is if you are aware and which you should be, you should be paying attention to what's going on, especially if you those industries that can be automated. You know if your industry can be automated. Like, if you think about it, like, I'm doing the same shit every day. It's the same task. Hmm. You know, there's no real human element here. There's no real variables. Like, you you, you get an idea. And then you start yeah, seeing stuff on the news and things of that nature. That's what I, I always suggest, no matter what field you're in, be on top of what's going on in your field. Latest developments, um, you know, things people are trying to do, technological advancements, all things of that nature. Just so you can kind of see where your field is going. Because that could help you in the future. Like, you know what? Maybe I can, you know, branch off, do my own thing. Because I, I kind of see where, where this is going to go. That's a good tip. You know, it, it, if you practice something, like, be on top of it. You know? And then you don't get blindsided. You don't get surprised. You, bro, you can take an hour every week. It's going to be a crazy amount of time to just scroll, put a Google alert on, you know, your industry. Whatever it is. That way you can update about what's going on in your industry. That's shit delivered to you. You're not even doing anything. All you do is open an email. You uh, you you drive trucks in California. Automation has reached Washington <laughs> D.C. God damn! <laughs> <laughs> Automation has reached Florida. Do I get Texas is real? <laughs> Texas is real. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'll turn up these lips. Hey, just let me know what I'm doing. Oh no, I won't know. I won't know. Hell no. No, I'm not just saying that. that that's why I can't. Like, I, I get it. It sucks, and I get it. It's not easy. I'm not saying that it's easy, but at the same time, like, you you have fair warning. You know, you you gotta you gotta look beyond. You gotta see. You gotta be forward thinking. You you can't just bury your head in the sand and be like, oh, yeah. I'm stocking away, and you know, my, get this pension when I retire. And bro, that's not even a thing. But we're not gonna have social security. Like, that's not even a thing. You gotta get your money now. <laughs> you gotta get your money now. Like, prepare for the future. Get some investment accounts. If you your company has a 401k, get into that 401k. Do sock your money away, but also figure out flip. Yeah, you can do that too. King flip. King flipper. <laughs> <laughs> also, you know. Side note: Flipper was a weird TV show. You ever watch that shit? It's about that it dolphin. dolphin. Yeah, yeah that used to come on like two o'clock in the morning on Nick at Night yeah. when I was a child. Anyway, um, <laughs> get your get your money in order and figure out. Okay, cool. My industry is going to be shit in a second. Let me learn how to flip. Let me learn how to pivot. Let me see what I can do. Let me maybe learn a different trade. You know, but I can't. I can't empathize with you if you just sat there and let the train hit you like you saw it coming yeah. like you heard it you was like nope i'm staying here yeah. i've been a truck driver my whole life i'm a die truck driver no you're not <laughs> yeah. that shit sucks, man. i think what, what country i was reading about something man where it's i don't think it was china but they have basically people out there just doing like i'm not gonna say remedial but very simple tasks menial labor yeah, just to get paid, just because there's no jobs for them, yeah. and they're, the government has stepped in and like be able to provide for the people, mm-hmm. just because there's nothing else out there for them to do. Everything has been automated. Yeah, like that's it's eventually going to come. Like people come outside, yeah, it's people outside just dig, digging holes and stuff. Yeah, what's what going to happen is what what happened on Dark Knight Rises, where people are going to feel you know taken advantage of, feel wronged, and they're going to rise up. Against the halves. Rise up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 You pot. <laughs> like, uh, that's probably what's going to happen. Like, we're going to have a, this is going to sound strange, but I think we're going to have a global civil war where okay. it's going to be, but it's going to be split along, like, affluency. Yeah. Like, it, I think, I think that's going to be a thing. Like, yeah. you know, you can only push people so far. We say, we said this before, but it, Blows my mind. The majority of Americans can't afford a four hundred dollar emergency. Four hundred dollars. You know how much it costs to get tires? Shit. <laughs> like twelve hundred dollars. Like, and they can't afford a four hundred dollar emergency. The average car payment is over five hundred dollars, and we can't afford a four hundred dollar emergency, dude. There's no way this shit is sustainable. It's a fucking powder keg that's gonna go at any moment. Yeah. At any moment. Universal basic income, that's Andrew Yang shit, right? That shit ain't gonna happen. Yeah, I don't see that happening. Capitalism. And it, it wouldn't help people. People like, they hear, like, oh, that's good. Shit, yeah. But what's gonna happen is everything else will get. Price will get jacked yeah, up. Price, yeah. that's, that's capitalism. Oh, you got more money? Cool. That's what I said. Yeah, if yeah. we're in a country full of billionaires, you have $25 million homes. Yeah. <laughs> this McDonald's drink was a dollar yesterday. That's $385. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number seven. Yeah. You want that uh, extra uh, super size? Yeah. Okay. That'd be uh, $22.75. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, ignore that. The light is off. <laughs> she might come out there and like put a sharpie, put a fucking X over it, put a new price. Man, hell no. Uh, see cashier. <laughs> no, no. You go to McDonald's, everything will say market price. So what the fuck? <laughs> I got market price for you guys. Some fish. <laughs> 
No, nah, yeah, man, money is not gonna solve shit. Like, it's just not. Like, the more yeah. money everyone has, the more things, the more expensive things are gonna be. Dude, the, the, that's what people don't understand. Only way to survive, man, if you have a huge social media presence. If you have that shit, if you can just get paid and monetize just you being you. Nobody can ever take that shit away. 100%. But if you walking around, motherfucker, you you, you got social media. Nah, I don't do that shit. Mm, all, right, all right, buddy. What, what, what you do for a living? You, I'm a trucker. Oh, <laughs> I'm a uh, security guard. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, not even that, man. It's like, it's, it's, it's scary, man. Like, it's, oh, yeah, for real. Like, I think about, like, prison guards. Like, at some point, they're going to be replaced. some point. It's going to be real with, easy. With, with what? Robots. 100%. As soon as the government allows people to implement, you know, uh, machines that have AI, because they already have the ability, they just haven't let them do it yet. Why Why would you have, like, a human guard of anything? Like, I got to pay three of these dudes to do the same job because they need to go sleep. I can get one one robot, one-time cost, and I got to have one dude make sure I, he can fix all of them. Just running around? <laughs> Judge Dredd? Hell <laughs> yeah! You, know, that, you can't buy that damn thing off. Like, none of that. You can program it to be mean, program it to be nice, however you want to do it. You can have one dude, like, with a switchboard, like, all right, Robot 3 is going to be an asshole today. <laughs> like, it's going to be a thing, man. Like, especially with the AI, like, with the advancements that we have, we're going to see it in our lifetime. We may be, like, 50, 60, 70, but we're going to see it in our lifetime where jobs we thought that would, ever, would forever be filled by people are going to be done by robots, and they're going to do a better job than any human ever did. I got to get rich ASAP, dude. Rocky. I gotta get rich ASAP. Or I mean, do things that robots can't do. And the crazy part about it is, that'd be like the arts. Right? Because you can program a robot to do shit like, task. You know, alright, make sure nobody, make sure no one leaves this, this, you know, building or make sure nobody leaves this floor or whatever. Perimeter. Right, easy. But, you got a robot, hey, write me a great novel. I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's not the creativity, right? You, you, you can't have, probably can't have robot actors. Connection, yeah. You won't have that, and that's the crazy shit. Because those jobs, like the arts, is always like the like that's the that's you know fringe, wild dreams. You need to be more realistic. Yeah, yeah, but those yeah. are the ones that are kind of AI proof. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Being able to monetize your personality—that's the only thing that's a surefire way that you know it's going to be a sustainable career. Yeah. Like if you don't have anything, maybe not anything, but the majority of things, unless you have like you know some advanced degree or whatever, like your shit can be switched off at any moment. Real easy. Unless you're yourself. Unless you got that following. Unless you got people rock with you. All this stuff. That shit is crazy, man. It's kind of messed up you think about it. Huh? It's super messed up. <laughs> it's like, how do we let this happen? Like, nobody saw Terminator? <laughs> no. Y'all just let Skynet in the building? Yeah. Every single year, we got a new Terminator. Nobody saw that shit. Nobody saw that shit. Yo, side note. Why is the Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator character getting old? Like every time you see Arnold Schwarzenegger when he plays Terminator, he always look older. Oh, because it's, it's human flesh on the outside. But I'm saying, what kind of? Why would they design a robot to age? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that shit doesn't make any. Like that's like unnecessary like capacity that they're using up. They're using RAM for no reason. Like, all right, we gotta make sure he gets older. Like for what? Like, why do you want to get older? Like I've always thought, like, where'd you get real skin from? Yeah, it's kind of a weird thing. Like, where'd, you, where'd you get that from? Like, y'all had to kill somebody for this. Yeah. Oh no, we made it. All right, why did you get old then? <laughs> Why your skin like get old? Like what? Why? Why you make old skin? Yeah, like you used to be able to spray that shit back on. Like you know you get when you used yeah. to get exposed. Yeah, and the skin shit. come back. Yeah, or yeah. the eye robot shit. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. But uh, so why are you getting wrinkles? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, I keep forgetting what I was gonna say, man. God damn it! <laughs> you take that alpha brain. Damn it, man. Uh, not a sponsor. Yeah, no. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Yo, but I did want to talk about um, NFL. We can talk about sports in the world. Cool. You see what's going on? Who's in the Super Bowl? Yep, 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. Bang, bang, Niner gang. Yep. Uh, I'm not a, not a 49ers fan. 
quite the opposite. I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan, just so there's no confusion out there. Um, or the Niners, if I had to choose a team. Yeah, but before it was the, the Raiders, the Niners are getting Any Bay Area team. Any Bay Area team. Any Bay Area team. All right. Okay, buddy. Obviously, you're not a fan of either. If you can, like, go back and forth. I'm not a fan, but, I mean, I, I'm, I will support. You know, mm-hmm. if, they, if the 49ers are in the fucking Super Bowl, of course I'm going to root for them. I would like to see Pat Mahomes win a Super Bowl championship just because, you what? know, of everything. Because he represents the new school. You know, the um, the quarterback that, oh, you know, he's a running quarterback. He can't really make it in the NFL. I like that. I like people who defy odds and, and prove people wrong. I love that. You know, that's why I would like to see Lamar Jackson, you know, eventually win the Super Bowl. I don't know if it's going to happen, depending, you know, based on the, what I saw against when he played Tennessee. He, I think he has to get better as a quarterback. But I think, hands down, Pat Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL. Um, and it's not even close. And he has a legitimate shot, but the 49ers defense is tough. That aside, what I want to talk about is what Pat Mahomes said, mm, what, about six years ago or so? Okay. So if you guys don't remember a man by the name of George Zimmerman, he was an Hispanic gentleman who was charged with the murder of Trayvon for killing him. Right. And there was this big hoopla. There was a trial. Eventually, George Zimmerman got uh, acquitted. So old tweets resurfaced. It's a fucked up. Right. Like whenever you you get to like a, the uh, like a new plateau or, you know, you hit a milestone in your out. career. Some some old tweets coming out coming like out. Y'all, need, y'all need. Hey, right now, if you said some fuck shit on Twitter. Purge that shit. Like if you feel like you may have a shot, even if you don't feel like you may have a shot, just in case. Just go through and delete all tweets that are more than a hero because somebody going to find it and somebody going to bring this shit out. So Pat Mahomes comes out. Well, not comes out. But after the George Zimmerman trial, he, he uh, sent some tweets and he says one of the tweets were, no one knows what actually happens, which is why he is not guilty. But a crime could have occurred. And he followed that tweet up with stating, uh, stop resisting or assaulting a cop. The culture, of course, goes in on him because they view it as him defending a man who murdered um, a black teen. And, you know, people were trying to, it's the whole cancel Mahomes. You know how the thing goes. Before I talk, before I say my piece, how do you feel about what Pat Mahomes said in those old tweets? Um, it was like six, seven years ago, five, six, seven years ago. However long ago. He was 24. So this mm. we talking about when he was a senior in high school. Now I'm giving a fuck. I mean, it's it's whack that you even would be in that mind. Like you should, you should. It's certain things you should just automatically just give the benefit of the doubt. Like say me and you getting, like say me and you out somewhere, right? Yep. And we get in a fight. Yep. Like you do some fucked up shit. Why are you doing fucked up shit? Why can't you do fucked up shit? Because yeah, this is my story. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We out somewhere. You do some fucked up shit, and it caused some type of commotion. Okay. And it's just just all pandemonium. It's a fight or whatever. Of course, I'm gonna fight with you. Yeah. But I realize, I identify, I acknowledge that you did some fucked up shit at that moment. I'm yeah. still gonna rock with you. Yeah. We get done. You gonna tell be like, me? Yeah, I'm gonna tell you, like, hey, man, what the fuck you do that shit for? Yeah, I gotta fight because you did some dumb shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm just giving you the benefit of that. I'm rocking with you, whatever. Don't matter. Just I'm going with it. Patrick Mahomes, like, you don't know all the facts of the case. Why are you even defending one side or doing this? Just say that shit is fucked up. He shouldn't have did it. He was wrong. Shouldn't have killed an unarmed black dude. Mm-hmm. Like, why do you say all the other shit? Like, there's no reason for you to, like, try to identify or, you know, clarify. None of that shit, man. But I understand he was 17, 18, 19, however old he was, man. So you just, you know, you know, you never know, man. I, in college and high school, man, I've tweeted and maybe not tweeted, but I've texted and said some crazy shit, man. And I probably would regret if somebody brought it up now. You yeah. know, so everybody, you know, 
under the influence, you just trying to get, you know, credit or you just in a bad mood. Yeah, everybody say some fucked up shit. But it's certain things you just shouldn't ever side with or even defend. And I think that's what I have a problem with. If I have a problem, I have a problem with it regardless. But yeah. that's the only thing I look at. It. It's like, no, you still shouldn't have sided with that. You still shouldn't have said that. You can say some wrong shit, but you still shouldn't have said that. Like, rock with the culture, right? Oh, yeah, just like Justin Bieber when he did that, that uh, nigga song. It's like, let's never do a nigga song. He did some nigga song. Nigga, 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 nigga. Some weird song that came out. When? Uh, I think it was years ago, too. Probably the same amount of time. Six, oh. seven, eight years ago. Whatever. Before but I knew it was pretty much, yeah. But it, it resurfaced, and now everybody's, you know, big whole uproar or whatever. But it's like, I don't really care, but it's still, like, you shouldn't have did that shit. Like, when is that cool? Like, yeah. when is siding with somebody who killed a black dude cool? Like, I don't care what the facts are. Even if the dude did something wrong. Like, he didn't have a gun. He was 17. Mm-hmm. This was a grown-ass man. If you was getting beat up, just take that L. Don't pull out a gun. He wasn't stumping your head up. You know? Like, it's it's so many different just things. take the L. But who takes the L nowadays? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but, I mean, one-on-one, you got to take the L. One-on-one, you got to take the L. Not, not today's age. You don't have Everybody to. Everybody pussified. If you're a grown man, you got to take the L from a kid. <laughs> <laughs> the hell no! He's like fuck this. <laughs> yeah, nah, man. So in that situation, man, nah, I can't, I can't rock with it. I don't. Like I said, you can say some things when you're a little kid, and everything gets you know brushed under the rug. But yeah. that shit is like, mm, I'm always gonna think about it now. It's like mm, at some point, he was that dude. Uh, I disagree wholeheartedly. I think we need to have conversations like this, and I agree with what Pat Mahomes said. Like based on the evidence, I didn't think George Zimmerman should be convicted either. But I had I looked at it from because I think I was in law school when this happened. I looked at it from like the legal side. I was like, well, it's not enough here. I don't think he should be convicted. It doesn't necessarily mean he didn't do it, but of course he did it. Well, I mean, you know what I mean. <laughs> I, I, that that necessarily that doesn't necessarily mean what he did didn't amount to murder. It just I don't think the prosecution put on a case that proved beyond a reasonable doubt that he committed murder. If that makes sense. But we need to have these hard conversations, and only people we have these conversations with is within our community, right? If some, if George Bush said it, there's no, there's no debate, there's no conversation. That there's oh, George Bush is racist, and we move on. But Pat Mahomes says it, and it makes us like, wait, why you say like you said, why you say that? Like this rock with the culture, what you doing? But now we're talking about it, right? And he has a valid point. George Zimmerman wasn't a cop, but we maybe we shouldn't be antagonizing police officers. They have guns. And you know they kill people, so why would you antagonize them? Well, everything you just said is nullified because he wasn't a cop. He doesn't have the proper training to understand the situation, life or death, when to pull out a gun. He doesn't have the training, even though cops might not go through the most, you know, enough training that, you know, everybody expects them to go through. Still, they are cop. They went through some training yeah. more than a security guard mm-hmm. or more than whatever his profession was. Yeah, I don't know what he was doing. He was like a yeah. HOA guard. Yeah. Maybe so for watch. Him, so for him to have a gun, I He's still don't think that's right. I don't, I don't, I understand like, you know, the legal aspects and all this other shit or whatever, but for somebody to have a gun to be able to take a life, I think it's more the barrier to entry or whatever it's called. It should be a lot higher than what it was. What? This motherfucker got beat up. He got beat up. He wasn't fearful of his life. The whole laws, stand your ground, all that shit. I know that you gotta incorporate that into yeah. an argument or whatever. Yeah. But I don't know, man. I just, I just think well, that whole situation about, is fucked up. Well, now you're making a different argument. You're talking about like gun control, which you know that shit's never gonna happen. But here's the thing: if you want to be able to carry a gun, then you you're gonna have to deal with things like this. And I followed the trial. I mean, I didn't like revisit it after these Pat Mahomes comments came up. But I remember thinking, I was like, okay, they showed 
uh, like Trayvon's the jeans he was wearing the, that night, and he had like grass stains on the knees, like the knee area, like ordinarily where knee where the knees would go on the jeans. I'm like, well, that kind of you know leads credence to the to George Zimmerman's story when he was on top of him, like raining, like giving that ground and pound. And I think also is like okay, someone you feel like treating you unfairly, you know, you know all this, you know, whoop de whoop, la da, like doesn't necessarily means okay for you put your hands on a person. Like, I, I don't think that. Especially in a state where you can carry a gun, and you know the vast majority of people have guns, is that a, is that a good idea? No. Is it a good idea to just antagonize people for the sake of antagonizing them? No. I mean, I had a situation where I'm in a restaurant, I'm talking to a friend, and I had this old white couple, you know, the table behind us, um, ask us, ask me specifically to stop dropping f bombs. Their, their words. Apparently, I was saying fuck a lot. I've been known to cuss, and. My initial reaction was like, man, fuck y'all. But I was like, you know what? Yeah, no problem. Whatever. That My exact words, yeah, no problem. Whatever. And I turned around. And I continued on my conversation. I didn't let that shit bother me. I could have gotten upset about it. I could have made a fucking stink about it. I could have told them that, you know, your white privilege offends me to make you think that you just tell me how the fuck I should talk. But I didn't. For what? Right? I'm going to still live my life. My day's still going to go on. I didn't change what I was saying. Like, I still talked my talk. I still was saying fuck after they asked me not to say it. But I did, there was no confrontation. It's like, I don't, I don't need to confront these two old fucking people. Like, for what? Like, for, for what? It ain't worth my time. Like, I'm not going to let you control what I say. I'm not going to let you take my take my energy. I'm going to say, yeah, I acknowledge your request, and I respectfully decline. And I turn my ass around, and I, can, I continue the conversation that? with my person. I didn't say I respectfully decline. I said, yeah, okay, whatever. And I turned around, and I continued my conversation. They ended up leaving. I don't care. You know, but I, I could have made it a, a scene, but I didn't. And I think that's something that we should do. We should stop caring so much about... What other people do, like I, my situation is different than Trayvon's in that my life wasn't in danger. I think I could have took both of them with no problem. You know, he maybe may have felt that his life was in danger, but if you feel your life is in danger, why would you attack that person, bro? You know, you don't have a gun. Like, I'm getting the fuck out of there. Like if you look at George Zimmerman, like there's no way this dude's catching me. Hit a couple of corners, you home safe. You know, not a big deal. The whole thing of him following him and all this other stuff, you know, whatever, whatever. We have to learn to let shit go, and we also have to learn that. Fighting or being aggressive or, you know, being combative or confrontational isn't necessarily always the smart move. Like you you don't want to feel wronged, I get that. You don't want to feel like you've been punked, I get that. But at the end of the day, that shit doesn't matter. I didn't want to feel punked is not a defense in the legal room. I didn't want to be punked is not a way to prevent yourself from dying. You know, it's like sometimes the shit just ain't worth it. Like, what? Okay, cool. You know, what whatever. You know, all right, yeah, I'm I bro, I live here, leave me alone. You know, and just go about your day. You know, but like the the the, the whole confrontation and stop and talk to him. If I'm Trayvon, I ain't talking to this dude. I'm like, man, I'm going home. Leave me alone. Like, I'm gonna walk home. And you gonna see where I live? Please leave me the fuck alone. Yeah, but that's you being high road you are now, not a 17 year old dude coming from the store with your snacks. No, I get that. Like, it's a totally different mindset. But that's why we should teach these kids that. We shouldn't be teaching these kids like, oh, make sure you stand up for yourself and fight everybody. Like, you ain't got to fight everybody. You know, if if dudes like standing in your way or doing some shit that prevent you from getting to your home, it's like, like, what are you doing? Like, at that point, maybe Trayvon should call the cops. Like, hey, I'm getting harassed. Yeah, but why? why I, I, I mean, I understand what you're saying, man, but I don't understand how it's almost like Trayvon should have just did something else. This motherfucker ended up getting shot with, like you said, no gun. Mm-hmm. Wasn't doing anything wrong. Nope. Was just walking home with a hoodie on. Just walking home and he got confronted when he didn't need to be confronted. Yeah. He was I mean, walking in his area, his neighborhood. Yeah. Like, why? why is it his fault that he got shot? Okay, is it it 100% his fault? No. However, okay, all right, let's back up a little bit. Do you believe that Trayvon 
at some point got into a physical altercation with George Zimmerman. Yeah. Okay. He could have he controlled that aspect of it. Maybe not. Mm, I don't know. Well, fair. We don't know. Which further leads credence to the not guilty verdict. If you're walking around, if you're walking, you know, you you're you're walking. Yeah. George Zimmerman, I think, was in a car. He had a car or whatever. Mm. Well, my understanding was he was like following him. He was, like, was like, yo, really, what are you doing? Yeah. So yeah. you have other routes to take. If I'm walking home, like there's no reason for you to follow me. I can understand. Even me grown now, if, if somebody is, if I'm having a conversation with somebody or whatever, and hey, get a, you know, stop following, stop looking at me, whatever, and I keep walking, doing my thing, and they keep following me, eventually I'm going to turn around and be like, all right, come on. We, we, we got to do this now. No, fuck that. We got to do this now. If someone followed me in today's age, bro, I'm booking it. Because I don't, if I'm not carrying a gun, I don't know what he has. There's no way. No, into. Bro, in today's age where you got a bunch of punk ass motherfuckers who out here who they think they have a gun that makes them big and bad, like, no okay. way. There's no way so, I'm just starting to fight without a gun. There's right. no fucking way. I, I don't know what this person has. So Especially I, in Florida. To me, I thought, of, I thought like I told you, I tried to put myself in somebody else's situation. To me, if this is George Zimmerman's job, it's hard for me to believe that this is their first interaction. I, I, how do you I, know, I feel you on that. How do you know that Trayvon didn't see this motherfucker, you know, this dude another day, another week, another time. They had altercation. Like, oh, he a punk. He just, he did. We clowned him up. He walking with his boys. Oh, let's rent a cop. He did some all, all that type of shit could happen. Yeah. And George Zimmerman could have just been like, all right, I'm going to get this dude now. Right. Like, I got a fucking vendetta. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do, I'm going to harass him. And then this dude, like, why are you following me? I'm just going home. I got my skill. I ain't coming nothing by myself. Right. And then he's antagonizing this dude. And then he turned around, per, like, provoking a fight. Like, I don't know what the situation was, man. I don't know. But it's hard for me to blame somebody who got shot when they didn't have a gun. But exactly. You don't know what the situation is mm-hmm. or was. I'm sorry. Beyond a reasonable doubt is a high-ass standard that I think we kind of brush under the rug. You know, beyond a reasonable doubt means there's no other reasonable explanation okay. other than you murdered this person. Okay, I got you. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, because we don't know. Yeah. He should he he should not have been convicted. That's yeah, not, a, not a popular opinion, but I mean, based on the letter of the law, it is what it is. You know? I... Oh, go ahead. But my my uh, secondary point is, don't put yourself in those situations. Like, if I'm Trayvon, I'm like, bro, I live right around the damn corner. Like, what do you want from me? Like, I'm taking my hoodie off. Like, what do you want? Like, why are you following me? You know, I, there's no way I just attack him. You know, if anything, I'm walking to my house, like, hey, tell my daddy, like, this dude keep following me. You know, and your daddy come out with a shotgun or something. Like, yo, get the fuck away from my son. Something like that. But there's no way that I would ever encourage my son to just attack a random person on the street. Like, no way, man. Because you don't know what you're stepping what you're stepping into. Like, you have no idea. And the situation that happened to Trayvon could happen to anybody. But like you said, we don't know what happened. So don't put yourself in that position. And to me, the only facts that we know is a minor, not even an adult, not even somebody, minor. I don't know how big he is, I don't care how tall he is, legally... We all, this is all in the legal realm. Legally, he's a minor. Mm-hmm. He was a minor. Mm-hmm. He had no weapon. Nope. An adult had a weapon. He was getting that business. He could have easily pistol whipped him. He could have easily shot off around. He could have easily in the, in the sky. He could have yeah. easily shot him in the leg. Mm-hmm. If you got a gun, you're supposed to be trained to be able to do other shit. For him to fatally shoot a minor, there's no way. I don't care what the evidence is. I'm never going to side with that with that person. I'm not going to defend them. I'm not going to side with them. I'm not going to say, yeah, but I mean, you could have, Trayvon could have did. Now, fuck that. Like, this was a minor black African American dude in his area yep. doing nothing wrong, nothing walking wrong. around, walking home, home mm-hmm. and somebody else who was on the job mm-hmm. 
harassed him. I don't, or maybe not harassed him, followed him, whatever. It don't matter. If you're if you have a job and you see a kid and you know it's a kid, an individual, he's not doing anything wrong, he's not coming up against you, unless Trayvon just ran up and punched him for whatever reason. I don't think that was it. If he <laughs> followed Trayvon, it was like, all right, this is suspicious. Well, you had plenty of just like Trayvon could have just turned around and went home. Just George Zimmerman with the gun. Yep. He could have turned around and I got a gun. I can do this. Motherfucker ain't gonna do shit to me. Let me just turn around and go secure somewhere else and let me report this shit to the the homeowners association, yeah. the supervisor, or whatever. Like, hey, this mother is suspicious, blah, 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 blah. Well, mind you, he called the cops. The cops told him not to follow him. I'm following right now. Stop doing that exactly. shit. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> There's so many other things where it's like, I don't care. I, like I said, I understand we don't know all the facts, blah, blah, blah. But just because we do not know all the facts, the facts that we know is never going to allow me to to defend or say it's okay or side with this, that motherfucker. Hell no. So I think what you're doing is you're conflating like George Zimmerman doing something right or George, George Zimmerman being like, you know, a good guy versus him not being a victim. No, 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 no. Okay, good. Because I, I'm not defending George Zimmerman and what he did. I agree with you 100%. You didn't have to shoot the kid in the chest. 100%. You could have shot a round off for it. You got jumped. You could have explained like, hey, you know, I just want to make sure that you're around here. You know, we had some break-ins. You know, no offense. Or hit the gym and don't get beat up. Yeah, fair. Like, you know, <laughs> go to the MMA gym. Go to American Top Team, bro. Learn how to learn how to sweep the leg. Defend yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but at the same time, there, there was enough just to convict them. And I think we, this is the problem with having public trials and all this other shit is, is the, the public opinion. People feel like, oh man, that's so wrong. It's like, okay, yes. Yes, it feels gross. But based on our laws, like if you don't like the laws, fucking change them. But based on the laws, I don't think he should be convicted. That doesn't mean I think he's right. That doesn't mean I think he's a good guy. Like, would I like to see George Zimmerman get, you know, beat up? Sure. No, well, I paid good money to see that. Yeah, put him in a put him in a ring or whatever with somebody. No problem. But he shouldn't have been convicted based on what they presented to him. And maybe the prosecution didn't do their job. You know? And I, I don't necessarily think it was like, oh, don't Americans care about black people. That's not a fucking thing, because it was two minorities. The people forget George Zimmerman was Hispanic. They forget that shit. They hear Zimmerman think it was some Jewish guy. That's not, not the fucking case. But we need to have these conversations like, yo, don't, especially with young black boys. Don't put yourself in these situations. I had this conversation with my son. Like, don't put yourself in these situations. You're not going to get the benefit of the doubt. Like, I don't even fucking Barack Obama was, was the 44th president of the United States. Little black boy still ain't going to get the benefit of the doubt. That's just the nature of the beast. Okay. Like, you aren't going to get the benefit of the doubt. Don't put yourself in a situation where someone could accuse you of doing some wrong shit or you can get you can get hurt. Like, you need to do everything above board. Trayvon should have been like, Yo, I'm going home. This is where I live. This is my address. I'm going there now. Like, I'm walking. Leave me alone. He, what are you going to shoot him in the back? You know, that's not going to happen. But, like, attacking someone? Like, th- th- there's no need for that. Get home. If you don't have a cell phone on you, get home. Call the cops. Let you know that some crazy-ass man's following me. Or maybe run home. Just, if I'm looking at George Zimmer, I can outrun this dude. Start hitting some corners or some shit. Get to, get to a safe place. If you can't get home, get to, like, a friend's house or something like that. But there's no excuse... For initiating a physical confrontation, especially when you don't. Well, I mean, fair, very fair. But I wouldn't even be dragged into like a physical confrontation. I would continuously walk away. I wouldn't stop and talk to him. Like, I'm going home, leave me alone type thing, especially at night. You got to understand the optics. And I think a lot of times, um, you know, us in the black community is like, I'm not doing anything wrong, leave me alone because we get fucked with on a regular basis. And it's true. we can mess with on a regular basis for no good reason. No good reason whatsoever. I've been fucked with on a regular basis for no good reason whatsoever myself. I'm like, I'm just, I just happen to be here. And I look like I may be in some trouble. So you can start asking me questions. Okay, cool. But I, I understand it. I play the game. Like, I know. Okay, you know. Okay, whatever. Like, I, I understand if I'm wearing some shit that makes me look like I could be suspicious or look like, or you can profile me. I recognize that. And I'm like, all right. 
I ain't doing shit. I'm answering whatever questions you have to answer. You know, we can do whatever, whatever, and then I'll move on. That's what we need to teach them. Like, it, it doesn't always have to be a battle. It doesn't always have to be a fight. Because at the end of the day, this confrontation, unfortunately, led to a, a boy being murdered. That's what happened. Could the prosecution prove that he got murdered under the letter of the law? No. They couldn't prove it beyond a reasonable doubt. So we feel like, you know, no one cares about us or, you know, no one cares about him and, you know, all this other shit. But I think we're trying to teach the wrong lesson. We're feeding these young kids that, you know, no one cares about you and all this other shit. When we should be teaching them, like, look, this is how you avoid these type of situations. And I think more attention should be paid towards that as opposed to, you know, make sure you stick up for yourself or, you know, don't don't let anybody punk you or shit like that. Because, yeah, it's a lot of brave people who are fucking buried. I mean, there's so many points, man, I want to I make with that. I, I agree with you at uh, some points, but a couple things, man. The laws are shit. Yeah, change the, people, the laws. The I people agree. who created the laws are shit. Yep. The people who allow somebody to have a gun, is that's shit. Yep. Because then you, the people who need guns, they have a criminal record, so they can't even have guns. Yep. And they need them the most. Yep. But then you can't have guns, so you're just constantly a victim. So when you do get a gun, you in the system even more. Yep. That's just whack yep um but like, going I, back I, to the, i did my time but i can't have a gun this is fucking weird yeah, yeah. yeah but going back to the zimmerman thing not even legally man if he i'm not even mad that he wasn't convicted or whatever i understand that the legal aspect or whatever like i said the laws are shit he should have been convicted or whatever but i understand why he wasn't i'm not mad at that okay i'm mad at the whole situation of people defending this motherfucker like just because he wasn't found guilty doesn't mean we have to side with him oh 100 that's what i'm saying like so we agree. For, you, for you to for patrick mahomes or whoever to say like uh defend him give this nigga some bail like i don't i don't agree with that he, but he didn't do that uh, he didn't defend him he said don't assault or resist arrest from an officer or a cop or yeah but shit. i mean zimmerman well, wasn't a cop was, but i'm saying zimmerman wasn't a cop so here's the thing this is what the media does right because when i was, when I was researching this story all the headlines were patrick mahomes thinks zimmerman is innocent that's not what the fuck he yeah, said. Like, <laughs> that's not what he said at all. So I, I picked those two tweets out because those were in every article that I saw. I don't know what that what that second tweet yeah, was in relation to. Yeah, yeah. You know, it could have he could have been talking about a case where someone resisted arrest and ended up fucking getting you know messed up or died or some shit. But who knows? But, but just like we said, we don't know all the facts. He kind of like contradicted himself when he said. Um, what did he say? Like with the laws and the the, the, the laws and the, the understanding of the case or whatever, you shouldn't have been found guilty. Blah 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 blah. And then he said, second tweet or whatever, you shouldn't have been resisting arrest from an officer or a cop or assaulting a cop or whatever. Like, all right, if we don't know all the facts, yeah, <laughs> how the fuck we know that this motherfucker was assaulting a cop? Right. First off, this motherfucker he was not a cop. Yeah, but <laughs> how do we know he was resisting? Well, here's the thing: I don't know what that tweet was in response to. Yeah, true. They pin it as he said he's back to back. Yeah, he could have been talking about something completely different. But I, I, and I mean, he has he has good points. You shouldn't assault or resist an officer. But why not? You, mean, you, you shouldn't. Why you shouldn't assault an officer? He's not an officer. Is what I'm, I'm saying. not talking he's about not George Zimmerman. George Zimmerman is not a cop. So if that so tweet why? if that tweet was in, was in relation to George Zimmerman case, Patrick Mahomes is an idiot. Okay. But if that tweet was in relation to someone resisting arrest or someone is jumping on a police officer, he's hundred percent correct. Like there if. If you attack oh, a police it. officer, that dude can kill you with no ramifications, True. no consequences. I get that. I get that. I Why get would that. you attack him? I just, well, I'm just going to assume that those motherfuckers was at least on the same day. <laughs> <laughs> those tweets were in the same day. So it's like, all right, man, I, I can't side with that at all because I don't care. You can't say, like, we don't know all the facts, so you side with this motherfucker. And like, nah, just say, just have a neutral standpoint. Like, I don't know all the facts. It's a mess up situation. Somebody died from it. I feel sorry for, you know, rest in peace, you know, Trayvon Martin. All this other shit. Don't like ah. Oh, he blah blah. blah. No, I'm cool, man. Yeah, I'm cool. I mean, but I think it's a conversation because we wouldn't we wouldn't have this conversation had he not tweeted that. It's a conversation we need to have. 
and I'm I'm a fan of the black community, you know, doing an introspective thing like, all right, what can we do better? You know, we are look, we've been persecuted, oppressed, all this other shit. I'm not minimizing anything that's ever happened in the past. But that mentality, the victim's mentality, does not serve us today. It just this flat out doesn't. Like you know, walking in, if you're a black dude or a black woman, you now get a fair shake. You just know that. And I, I, to, I teach my son this. Like, bro, you now get a fair shake. Like, I don't, I don't care what people tell you. I don't care, you know, what they teach you in school. You're not going to get a fair shake. If you want to get the same opportunity as someone else who looks a little different than you, you have to be probably two times as good as that person. I teach him that. Because that's, that's the reality of what we live in. Like, that, that's it. Like, that, that's it. You know, until we start implementing systemic changes, that's what the fuck we're going to have to deal with. And if you don't like it, help us implement systemic changes. But don't just come out of the fucking woodwork when some black kid gets murdered and you wearing a Black Lives Matter shirt and holding a protest sign. You ain't doing anything. Like, you're just walking down the street yelling some shit. Like, what are you, like, that is not enough. Like, it's, it's not enough. Foster some relationships with the cops in, who patrol your neighborhood, some shit like that. Let the cops see that you just aren't a bunch of degenerates who are, you know, trying to sell drugs and get over. Like, invite them to, if you have enough Martin Luther King Day barbecue, invite the police officers. Like, hey, yo, come on over. <laughs> no potluck. Oh, no potluck. I don't want that motherfucking green bean casserole. Invite, invite them over to the barbecue. Like, yo, come out and see that we aren't, you know, just kind of fuck up, your neighbor, fuck up the neighborhood. Like, we're good people, too. Yeah. You know, and, like, we... It, we also have to extend our hands as well. Like it's not just the everybody else got to come down and make sure that we're okay. We also have to have to you know open up and let people in and show that you know the what they believe of our community and our society is is primarily based on misconceptions and and bad information. Yeah. It's a fucking two way street, man. And it's the quicker we learn that as a people, I think the 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 better we'll be in society. Maybe I'm just an optimist, but I I think. That will help. That would help, you know, bridge that gap as opposed to just playing the victim and saying all oh, white people hate us and the system wants us to fail. Sure. Ain't never gonna change, man. Maybe the system wants us to fail. Ain't never gonna okay. Change, bro. I mean, but you don't know. You know, you, you, you can't have that attitude because all not, they, not soon. But here's the thing, it, it it but that's my point. Like, it's gonna be a long time, right? But start sowing the seeds now. Like get the cops, like get those new rookie cops, like, hey, you know, come on over. Hey, you know, Miss Officer, how you doing? Stuff like that. Have some kind of positive interaction with the police officers when you see them, you know, as opposed to like turning away or like fucking pigs or some shit like that. Like, the cops ain't going anywhere. You see bro. Watchmen? Yeah, I saw Watchmen. I get it. Klukas playing all that shit. No, no, not even that. What? The whole gun shit. Just lock up the gun until you need it. <laughs> like, can I get approval? Can I get approval? That's all you gotta do. Like, like just instead of training, just giving cops and like, hey, you know, three, four. I don't know how what the training is. I don't want to like discredit. Whatever the training, the training is, is, not enough. Whatever the training is, it's not enough. And instead of that, just let the cops do some UFC shit. But chokeholds? They did yeah. that to Eric Gardner. He died. Not chokeholds, but I mean, well, I'd rather a motherfucker at least do some hand to hand combat than just shoot a kid. Oh, bro, it's, the outcome's the same. Like oh, I'm getting choked out. Like, hey, I'm tapping out. I can't breathe. Are you still choking me? Well, yeah, you. He's definitely wrong at that point. <laughs> <laughs> like, like somebody's tapping. Like, if somebody's like not moving, you still got the chokehold. Like, release. <laughs> got him. <laughs> should he fart? No, he shit himself. Like, oh, damn. Like, why'd you why'd you crack his neck? Again? <laughs> that should have looked right. His neck yeah. bruised. There's, there's so many other things, man, that could be done, man. Like, I understand uh, being a police officer is a tough job, man. But like I, I used, I told a couple of my coworkers, man, you. Your your job, your salary, your whole livelihood is relying on the possibility that you might have to take an L. Yeah. 
That's why you get paid. Yeah. So you can't just you can't be a scary ass cop like oh girl shot the dude man you yeah know, you, you can't the yeah you can't be a scary you can't ass be a scary ass cop you can't and if we go back to Zimmer he wasn't even a cop and he shot like you can't you just gotta get beat up cough back up also I don't want to put it all on all on the you know, the the civilian community and shit like that I think cops need to do more as well I think police agencies need to reach out you know to these people to these communities and show like hey we aren't all bad guys it's a fucking like I, like I said it's two way street it's two way street and I don't understand why there isn't more of that I don't understand why there's more, there isn't more cop outreach because the only I'm gonna be honest with you bro the only outreach I see from police officers is in other white communities like hmm? you seen uh, Queen and Slim not not yet bro I'm just gonna get that that iTunes rental. <laughs> yeah. Don't ruin it for me. Don't ruin it for me. Um, Unless, no. <laughs> I mean, with the, the cops can do more too. Like they don't do enough. They, they don't do enough to to show the people that hey, you know, we aren't all bad guys. We aren't trying to murder people. The problem is, I think a lot of cops do. I think I mean, I've let, met a lot of cool cops, man, from school, from just being around, getting pulled over. Oh, that was a cool ass cop. But the thing is, that one bad cop, you can't just be a bad cop and like just just have an attitude. It's like, nah, you gonna give me a the ticket when I don't deserve one? You gonna pull me out the car, put, arrest me when I don't? Like, the cop has such a thin line to, like, all right, so just a cop pulling somebody over. I'm sure they do that multiple times a day, right? It probably doesn't, you know, pulling one person over, it doesn't make any difference to them. They're not gonna sleep and remember that shit or whatever. But that one stop that you pulled over, you pulled somebody over out of the car, you gave them gave them a hard time because you just having a, a bad day, yeah. they're gonna remember that shit for forever. And yeah. then that's gonna... They're going to tell all their friends, like, no, cops ain't shit. Cops ain't shit. Cops ain't shit. They're going to grow up telling their kids. Cops ain't shit. Yeah. I did this. I didn't do shit. Blah, blah, blah. So it's like the bad cops, it don't, you can have a million good cops. That one bad cop is going to make all those million good cops look bad. And crash didn't help. No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. It, 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 it sucks because, like I said, I know a lot of good cops, but it's, it's, I don't even know any bad ones. I don't know. I don't think I do. But I don't know any bad I've heard of bad ones. Yeah. And just hearing about the bad ones, like, just be, I've, I've experienced some fucked up shit. And it's like, nah, man, I can't. Because you never know. You never yeah. know what what cop is cool, what cop is bad. You know, you never know because they walk up with that situation, that that power, that that trip, and it can go one way in an instant. And yeah. You never know, so you always on guard, so you can never just be totally relaxed until you guys, you know, going around chilling outside of hours, outside of business hours or whatever, and then you get pulled over by this bad motherfucker, and everything changes. Yeah. Now you don't like your friend cop. <laughs> you got pulled over by this punk ass cop. So it's, it's, now you like your friend cop. Yeah, it's just a bad, it's a, it's, it's a messed up situation, man. I think, I don't know, You can, like I said, you can do all the training, you can do everything, but motherfuckers going to have a bad day. If you go to Walmart and you go to Walmart, you've been to Walmart a hundred times, or Target if you want to be bougie or whatever. Thank but you. If, I don't do Walmart, bro. I'm in I a different do, tax bracket. I do, I do. <laughs> <laughs> but if, if you go to Walmart every day or whatever, a hundred times... Good experience, no problem, whatever, everything cool, whatever. You go to Walmart the hundred and first time, whatever, and you have a bad experience, you might not go back to that Walmart. You shouldn't go back if you to got, Walmart. You got Walmart racially profiled. If some motherfucker accused you of stealing, if a motherfucker tackled you when you out going outside, even though that was just that one isolated incident, it was just that one person having a bad day or whatever, the whole fucking Walmart experience is ruined. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's constantly going to be a bad situation between civilians and cops. And until they wipe out all these bad motherfuckers and all these different instances that we see, it's, it's always gonna be it's always gonna be a battle, man. It's I mean, never gonna be just man. I can't wait to get pulled over. Yeah, ain't never gonna happen. Who the fuck says I can't wait to get pulled over? I hate oh getting man, pulled is this over. Jeff? Oh, is, Jeff, is that you, Jeff? <laughs> nah, that dude, small town shit. Yeah, no. that ain't never gonna happen. Bro. I hate getting. No, even I always get nervous when I get pulled over. It's like oh, I might die. 
I don't know. It's <laughs> <laughs> to the point now, man. I drive with my wallet in my little, uh, not in my. I usually keep it in my back pocket. Don't yeah. pick pocket or pickpocket me, or whatever. But I keep it in my little, like you know, the little ashtray area. Yeah. I just keep it there because I don't want to have to reach in my back pocket and blah, 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 go in my glove department and mm. I keep all my shit at an easy area where it's like there's no you know, reason for a cop to shoot me. But the yeah. thing is if a cop happened a bad day it don't even fucking matter. Stop resisting! I saw we're going! some crack on them and get out of here. <laughs> Lose the battle, man. Regardless, man. No, I always ask, like, officer, my uh, registration is in my glove compartment. You can't be reaching to get it. I do not have a gun in the car. No, I do. I do. No, I promise. I bullshit you not. That's the shit I tell every cop I get pulled over. Me too. Uh, my registration and my insurance is in the glove compartment. I do not have a weapon in the vehicle. Are you okay with me reaching over to get it? Bro. They always like, oh yeah. Some cops are like, oh sure, of course. Why would you ask me that? It's like. Yeah. <laughs> I do the same shit. Bro, I go for I go as far as like, hey man, I went to UNLV. Justice. We on the same team. Look, man, I got a I got a pretty good credit score. I make sure I pay my bills. All time. Hey, I start naming other cops that I know. Hey, man, you know Sergeant So and So. Like, he was cool. <laughs> I try to lighten that shit up as much. I roll all my windows down. I've never been arrested, bro. All that. But the thing is, I still have had bad incidents with cops, and it's like, like. Yeah, you have bad sense of because you probably because you're a large black man. They don't know I'm a large black man when they in the car, bro. If y'all the same height when you sitting down, they know you're a large black man. <laughs> <laughs> they know you're a large black man. It's just like, this stand up is gonna be a problem. It's like, it's like we. It's like I don't know. What, I don't know what level in life or what situation you need to be in to be able to tell a cop I pay your salary. No, you can't say that. I, you you can't. You try to get some shot. People, some people can. Yeah, that's why they get shot. No. <laughs> I just want to be. I want to get to the point where it's like, do you know who I am? And then the cop like second guess himself. Like, wait. Mm, mm. Just, that shit don't work in today's society because you got your ID. He gonna Google you. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. We gotta get to that point. Where we just pop up. We a suit. <laughs> oh man. I mean, that's a good thing. That's a good stopping point, bro. Yeah, now, do we have something else, man? Bro, we got a lot of shit else, but you can go about an hour and 40. It's 10. I know you got to work at 5 o'clock in the morning. Uh, I mean, I had something else to ask you. Oh, go for it. I forgot. I mean, we on your time, bro. I, don't, I got to work tomorrow, but I ain't got to work at 5 a.m., so go for <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, man, I'm chilling, man. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, man, I just, I appreciate everybody listening, man. It's just, I don't know, it's just dope. It's just dope be able to just talk. Yeah. And sometimes I forget that we even like record. Yeah, it's how I see that look down and see the oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people bring it up where it's like, man, yeah. it's cool shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, I think the best part about it is this, all this shit is 100% honest. Yeah. Like, none of this shit, like, I promise you, we don't fucking sensationalize anything. We don't come up with weird ass positions just for the sake of it. All this shit is authentic. And you can, if you if you rock with us, you can tell because some shit we agree on. And it's like, all right, it's nothing there, so we move on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But there's other shit where you know we sit that we sit down on it for a minute. Um and you know, like you, I appreciate everybody listening. Yeah, you know, sure. writing in, you know, it's fantastic. Fan fucking tastic. It's dope. And if you really like us, you please uh, drop a review and uh, tell your friends about us. Share, like, subscribe, all that all that goodness. All that goodness. That would be nice. Yeah, man. If you want that wolf tickets uh experience live, yeah. <laughs> you start telling your friends. Coming out with wristbands pretty soon too. You want one of those. Yeah, man. I mean uh, real simple. Yeah. Real simple. Yeah. But anyway, man, let's get up out of here. Where can they find you? Uh, let's do Instagram, man. Safari the Q S A F A R E T H E Q U E. I said, man, hit me up on Instagram, man. Oh, Instagram no. is dope, man. I just, I've just become 
like cool with Instagram. No, you sound like you old. Okay, boomer. God damn. No, but you know, you know the fucked up thing is like my like the main Instagram that I rock with. Like I don't get no responses. People that I know, like yeah. nobody hit me up. Like some people, you know, DM sometimes here yeah. and there or whatever. But when I have another like account where I just like it's all car shit. Yeah. And like random people hit me up, and it's like you can really talk to people. Yeah. Like people are regular. Yeah. Why don't you combine the two, Amari? What you mean? Combine the car shit with your regular shit, so people so people who go for the car shit can see other things that you're doing. No, nah, because it's like strangers on the car shit. It's like I post like 20 times a day, so okay. it's just constant car shit. What's your point? I'm trying to grow that for a particular reason. Mm-hmm. So it's I'm just only posting like a particular situation over there. So it's just it's just different. Yeah, you, you, you know, eventually people are gonna understand that you're doing other things, right? Yeah, eventually I want to phase the main one out and just bring the big one over. But you know, what's the name weird. of the car shit one? Mm-hmm. You weird man. You, you why do you want to tell people? What, what, what people like? What people listen to like cars? Like, I want to see what kind of cars I'm already fuck with. A Safari the Q. <laughs> Jesus Christ. DM me. DM me. Where can they find you? Uh, Mr. Westbrook through on Instagram. I think we're going to stick with Instagram. Of course, you got the Facebook page. Of course, you have Facebook Wolf Tickets Experience. Of course, you have the, the email account, Wolf Tickets Podcast at gmail.com. Um, but the, if you want to get in contact with me, those are the places to do it. Um, as always, we appreciate you guys listening. Appreciate the feedback, all that other good shit. Yo, you want you want us to talk about a particular thing? Let us know. They got no problem talking about whatever y'all want us to talk about. We're not gonna research it. I don't research at all. So we just gonna come in here and just shoot it out the from the hip. Amari does not speak for me. I will research it. I will make sure that we have. I, I can direct the conversation in some intelligent way. I'm not gonna leave the email until today. Like, you, right? J.R. Smith. I thought we were ahead. <laughs> We are out.